This book has bad words. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by the Comedy Lounge in Perth. The Comedy Lounge is one of Australia's biggest and best stand-up comedy venues, hosting some of the best local, international and into the state uh, talent on the comedy scene. Uh, it reopens to the public tomorrow, uh, Friday uh, night, I guess, depending on when you listen to this. It may already be open, but uh, we're back open through COVID uh, restrictions, so get down, book your tables. It's a fucking awesome night, and um, yeah, get involved. So... Uh, today on the podcast, we had one half of the Grin Reapers podcast on Brian Shields, Buddha. Um, he was great fun. We talk a little bit of fake news towards the end, but you know, we actually got into a bit of his uh, story of where he's come from, how they started the podcast, and, and some of his uh, best guests he's had on there. So enjoy the show. Fake news. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. The fake news, the enemy of the people. That I call the fake news, the enemy of the people. The fake news. All right, lads. What's going on? We're on Mr. Brian Shields. Buddha. Buddha, 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 Buddha. What's going on? How are we? Good, good to be back in 6026 yeah. and not getting back to the school party. <laughs> how, how good. I just finished listening to uh, the Wolfie podcast, your 100, 100 you raised the bat. How the good. Big hungy, yeah, thanks. Nice. And good, good choice of guests, you oh. fucking dog act stealing our prom oh. dude. Oh, <laughs> you, you can have him back. <laughs> Mate, could you get a uh, word in edgeways? He's fucking <laughs> nuts, man. It's just, it's, it is intense. He's just exhausted by the end yeah. of it, but... um. Mate, hilarious episode. Well done on getting to 100. Oh, thank you, mate. Well done, your guys set up. You got you do us to shame, I think. Ah, yeah, good. well, it shows that sometimes the equipment doesn't really do fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Wolfie, yeah, I listened to him on your one, and he's he doesn't he doesn't stop. Eh? He's no. like an adult version of Tweak from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. If, if he tweet grew up, yeah, <laughs> mate, it's hard. It's hard to get other comedians on and get them on at the same time because they talk. You can fucking cut them off. Yeah. And uh, Wolfie, I hope you're listening to this. So take it on for the next <laughs> yeah. one. You fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> He's funny, eh? And he's intelligent. I should have got really some stock tips off him. We were just speaking oh, about yeah. it off air. Yeah, yeah. mate. I've I could have fucked up, but I should have got. Should have got points a bit like me, mate. They've almost doubled since I bought them. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know how much I punt. Times up by the population of Australia and America. Mm. They'll be trying to get me fired. He hit me <laughs> up because obviously away from podcasts, I work for Cricket Australia and yeah. we, you can't give anything out. Yeah. And he didn't know that anyway, but he sent me a text during the big bash going, oh, like, I don't know what it was. Like, <laughs> I think that was what like, do you reckon? Like, yeah. Sean Marsh playing tonight? And I'm yeah. like, mate, I can't, <laughs> a- I can't answer these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how good. Yeah, so I figured that was... They'll yeah. be the Indian bookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. I'm having a beer. I don't know if you want one, just ask. It might wash down the coffee, then get a bit of a furphy. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so, furphy. thanks for having me. How's it all been going for you boys? Not good, actually. Pretty um, good. Eh? We're getting lots and lots of good feedback from our two followers. Uh, yeah. Mum's, <laughs> mum's messaged and she said, that was a great chat. And yeah. I'm like, thanks, Mum. I got ripped uh, the other day, personal, uh, and someone DM'd me. Who, by? Oh, I fucking wouldn't have a clue. Something about Trump. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, mate, I'm not a Trump supporter. It's all good." That wasn't Jonathan Barlow commenting. 
Oh yeah, same oh, guy. Yeah, he's commenting. He Mate, was... he's 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 fucking funny. He's a rapper and he's done comedians first rappers and he's done a little bit of stand up. Yeah, and he's funny, man. Well, he's actually asked a question and we sort of need to address that actually yeah. uh, about what was it? Um, Trump and Antifa. He did a tweet. It's a pretty silly tweet by yeah. Trump, I think. So it's self-explanatory. He wanted me to say if that was true or not. And I said, well, yeah, we'll have a look into it. <laughs> now, nothing much to it, mate. It's fucking <laughs> stupid shit by Trump. Standard. Yeah. So You get plenty more of those DMs. As yeah, I was going to say, so as you guys yeah. have increased with your popularity, or I don't know if it was from the start, but do you guys get fucking some well, maybe crazy we should messages? Take it, take it back to the start. Yeah, right? actually, so, yeah. Buddha, how did, you, how did Green Reapers come about? Like what? Where did it start? And it's you know a hundred episodes in, which is dope. Yeah, we and you've had huge names on there, so yeah, we just it just started probably similar to you boys. We just had an idea that we we listened to enough podcasts between the both of us, Chris White and myself. We've been involved in media or creative um, outlets in the media. Um, with Chris White, obviously had a big career in um, surf movies, bodybuilding yeah. movies through the early two thousands to. Um, 2010, and then he was behind the scenes for a few more movies. Yeah. And was it tensions? Tension. Yeah, tension. Stuff that yeah. we watched on videotape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, VHS. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we got a copy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was had a big background in that and a big career in that. And then over 2016, he kind of retired at like our age now, at 30. Yeah. <laughs> and then he lived it up, and then he got back into photography. Yeah. And we just had a chat about a few ideas over the last few years, and. He, one of the ideas that came up first for him was he wanted to do a, a book. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, an author in like with photography, is that, yeah. is that right? And he wanted to yeah, do a book about raising more awareness about mental health, but also yeah. advertise all his you well, put a lot of his surf photos in and have sort of the dark, stormy, moody shots mm-hmm. of the ocean and then the lighter side of things and kind of almost a, a story about his life as well. Yeah. That's cool. And that went really well. We did like a book tour around Australia. I was his MC. How did you guys mate? Were you mates from surfing or from school or? Just yeah, just cross paths through like similar circles, surfing yeah. and then uh, indoor cricket. Like yeah, there was right. heaps of us that kind of crossed and played indoor cricket against each other. On some bets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, game three on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Punters piss club. Yeah. They're good to get on. But yeah, yeah then uh, he did that. and We MC'd around few book tours around Australia which were fucking funny Sick. and they were really well received and then we what were, were the like, crowds like was it in bookstores or was it like, nah, was that like uh, Bolter Brewery uh, McFanning's Brewery in Queensland and stuff Sick. they hooked us up and it was yeah it was good it was good to turn out and then from there we kind of just had an idea that we should do a podcast like let's just do something and we had some few ideas for TV shows that so we I were guess looking between at between you you would have had a fuckload of guests that you could have got on as well yeah we're lucky yeah. with some of the contacts and then, and we then it just sort of snowballed from there hey mate we just go let's just do it yeah um, it was 2018 we finally got around to doing it and we just said let's just buy the gear and let's just do it like, yeah. you guys were done and then that Saturday like night or the podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was actually on a bucks party yeah, <laughs> come back from Ascot on the bus we were let's drunk the gear and like, fuck it Monday we're getting microphones <laughs> yeah. and then um yeah, we just did it, put one, one foot in front of the other, and that's how it starts. Mate. And we just reached out to crew we knew, and they were all over it to get aboard, and then it just... Because yeah. who was your first... I remember, you, did you get like Nick Nat or someone who... Or one of Danny Green or someone in yeah, your we first ha- three episodes or something? We Mitch had, Marsh. We had us first to introduce, like you guys did, introduce yeah. ourselves, talk about our background, and then our first guest was Jack Robinson, a professional surfer. Yeah. 
and then we had Nick Natanui, yeah. and we had Danny Green, Mitch Johnson, and we so we started. Damien Martin, I think. Yeah, we, yeah, Damien Martin. Yeah. So we started pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, with guys we were mates with and knew, and they're all kind of from sporting backgrounds. So we we pretty gathered a pretty big sporting audience. Yeah. yeah. But we were never, and then we had some bodyboarders on. Yeah. And probably the the perception at the start where people were thinking, oh, this is going to be all that bodyboarding, yeah. surfing, and sport, but we. Would, it was just because we knew them and we we're going to yeah. leverage off them and they're our mates. Yeah. But we wanted to be much more than that. And yeah. then we've kind of grown to having people from all walks of life because that's what it's about. Isn't yeah, it? 100%. And with that, you get some DMs through the transition period of people <laughs> not getting used to, or they were used to thinking the product was going to be a certain product. Mm. Yeah. And they're going, what the fuck? What, you guys have gone away from your roots. It's yeah. very drug sport. dealer eh? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a certain product. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was watered down and yeah, yeah. we were cutting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then... Yeah, so you get some funny DMs along the way, but we've got to, we've been pretty grateful for how it's gone. Yeah, no, nah, so. it's been um, it's been fucking awesome, and and we're basically just trying to piggyback off your success here. Yeah, just <laughs> share yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, we along the same sort of path, I guess. And you know, the moment I heard fucking Joe Rogan podcast for the first time, and along with a lot of people, I reckon that fucking the whole idea of having your own podcast and being able to say whatever the fuck you want, that was just, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I never um, thought I'd enjoy it as much as I do, man. It's yeah. so much fun just coming in and having an actual conversation. Yeah, just yeah. talking shit it's for a couple of hours about a, com- about a, a topic. A sober conversation for more than 10 minutes. That you remember. Yeah. 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 It's different, man. It's really different. It's the but best because it's what we do. Anyway, so yeah. you might as well get some microphones yeah. and record Ooh, it. Wolfie and said it. last time, yeah. fucking, life's a podcast, fucking don't turn off the mics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true, like, like uh, he, actually him and Pinder stayed around after, Delby had a gig to go to, but last uh, episode with them, they stayed around for two or three hours after having beers, and I was like, fuck, that conversation was probably better than the one just when we just recorded. So, um, like, yeah, if you're able to get it on, you know, uh, record it and put it out there and actually touch on some interesting topics without the, um, you know, the shackles of sponsorship and, and whatnot telling you what to say. Uh, speaking it's of which, we've got Comedy Lounge as our sponsors. Comedy so, uh, Lounge? <laughs> yeah. <We're laughs> they're not, pretty no, good though. They're, they're and they're great. like, they haven't told us what to say or do or anything. Even fucking two weeks ago, we did a bit of a one on their um, on the pilot on the pilot and we sort of ripped on it a bit yeah <laughs> Wolfie must have carried that onto our well podcast. he fucking didn't hold back did he? <laughs> he was like a John Wayne swinging from the hip yeah, yeah he wasn't happy but oh, I think they're looking at trying to do something but I don't know see what happens with that uh, yeah Delby knows a bit yeah. more but and also the trippy thing is me and Buddha met each other when we were 10 years old man really yeah that's odd uh, where we, was it Scarborough Beach hey? yeah he right. stole my bag <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing FUBU Standard. <laughs> I, was, I think I was FUBU man and totally Echo believable <laughs> it's pretty believable yeah we yeah. we had a mutual friend one of my close friends in high school was Delby's best friend in primary school yeah and then no. who's that Matt Wagland was his name, but oh, it, no. I didn't know. They call him Bob, so okay. they were like, this guy Bob. I'm like, who the fuck is Bob? Because <laughs> <laughs> his Classic. brothers were Bill and Ben, so yeah. it was just Bob, Bill and Ben. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then we met, yeah, way back then, and then during high school parties and yeah. just kind of cross paths, because I always lived this way. Yeah. Went to school in Morley. So. Well, I, I think, like, I vaguely met you a couple of times through Strikey. Uh, yeah. Probably Alex Jr. <laughs> 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 like a pop in. Uh, it's just like Mitch Johnson had a 
probably two or three coffees with him, he wouldn't have a fucking clue who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Great conversations. Like Mitch, Mitch is like a drug addict for coffee, though. Like, <laughs> like he'll, he'll, he'll shoot up coffee with someone, but he won't remember him. He has that nine coffees a day. Yeah, he just comes in, starts with the conversation. We're like, yep, uh, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> you got a cappuccino on you? <laughs> got any of the Colombian shit? Oh, like? He's like that. Yeah. We'll try and get him on the pod at some yeah. point. That'll be good. As long as you've got a coffee machine <laughs> in this radio. Yeah, we should be sweet. He'll Costa be eating. It's a cell and he'll smell it and he'll just walk in. Do you find like, and it's basically, uh, you, we're confined to WA, so it's hard to get guests. I like, guess someone I was st- impressed with, which Buddha's got a pretty good story about, is um, your MMA fighter uh, and where you ended up um, going. Was it Rich, no, Richie? No. Um, Volkanovsky. Yeah, Rocky, yeah. Yeah. Alex Volkanovsky. Yeah. Got him when Adesanya oh, won the title. Ben- I've seen you fucking the belt. the belt. Yeah, I had the what belt. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to share any details? Just another, just another day. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that just was a good Just another night. day in the life of being yeah. a fucking now, reaper. So like Ash, Ash James, who's a mate of ours, he runs um, Engage. Like it's a clothing company. Okay. Fightwear company. And they're media brand now as well. But he is best friends and managing Stylebender. Yeah, wow. And he's real close to Volkanovski and all that crew. And his story alone is good. Like, they all met all from different parts of the world over in Thailand through other mates and mates. And they all had this common interest in MMA. Yeah. And he created a brand. They all backed the brand in, wore it, as you do, support your friends. Yeah. But they happen to all be fucking ridiculously talented fighters <laughs> that all climbed the chain. Yeah. And now they've taken over. That's so UFC. crazy, man. Yeah, dude. And Stylebender, fucking, he is. But imagine just, you, it's like you're meeting your mates and you're like, oh, look, man, we'll go play footy. Yeah. yeah. And then you all get drafted and play for West Coast. Yeah. yeah. But these guys have done it the world. Yeah. yeah like, dude. we'll just fight cunts. Oh, we'll fight everyone in <laughs> yeah. the world. Oh, we'll be better than every everyone. single person in the world. And just we'll bash them <laughs> along the way. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking group of mates. Just like, a group of mates. I like That's how you like get the those... ultimate fucking smash with your mates. <laughs> I like how you get those groups of mates who could just start something. And you can see it with actors. Like, they get groups. Yeah, yeah. like Seth Rogen's crew. Yeah, Seth Rogen's crew with, like, yeah. Franco and, and whatnot. And you also yeah. got, well, like, even Sandler, the, like, with yeah. his fucking crew. The comedy crew. Yeah. Yeah. But what's um, crazy about that is, like, I think those sort of cliques in acting and, and comedy and the, that show business world... There are people that can get piggybacked because mm. they're mates with big dogs. Yeah. Like Joe uh, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Rogan. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, pretty much all Joe Rogan's all comedian like, friends. They're not that <laughs> funny. Nah. Burt Crush's The Look, Machine Story is a great one. Yeah. But, but in general, he's not phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but UFC. Tom Segula. Segura. Segura. I watched his last special. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not like it was a couple of real big laugh out loud moments for me, but nah. But UFC is like, yeah, you can be mates with. Delby, yeah. but you've still got to go in and avoid <laughs> getting bashed. Yeah. And bash yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. It, like Fighting doesn't lie. It's probably one of the most truest sports. Like, yeah. There's no yeah. fighting. But they, yeah, so we met Alex through Ash. We went to... Um, yeah, listen to these stories. This is cool, man. Went to, got pho in North Beach, at one of the Vietnamese restaurants there. And, and mm-hmm. Alex was here doing a promo for the UFC. And he said to us then, he, we all got a dinner and he's the funniest dude, man. Yeah. Like, old school rugby league guy like yeah. he's just fucking funny and um, just like hanging out with you boys it's good banter and he was training for the Aldo fight at the time but he couldn't um, give out too much but he goes we've pretty much we've booked it we're just waiting for the Fuck. USA to sign off Aldo's crew hit our crew up yep. um, and that's what's going on and then he was like well while I'm here, let's do a potty. I said to Ash like you got to get Alex on so he's like yeah fuck it let's do it yep. so we went and did the podcast and he was just saying he kind of let 
let it slip for now. He was going to fight Aldo. And he was saying, I'm going to beat him, mate. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. He, I respect him, but I'm going to get him. And I'm going to Brazil to do it. Like, fuck So yeah. he talked it up, backed it up. Mm. And you just knew there's something. You know, you meet people and you just know yeah. that they know that they're going to do it's it. Just, there's something in their eyes, man. Like that, The Conor McGregor effect. The, yeah, that but he's like, got that Australian like, rugby league, just tough yeah. Sydney background that's really approachable. He'll yeah. talk to anyone. He's so humble. Yeah. But you know, you don't fuck with it. You summon his eye that like, if it push came to shove, he's he killing just, someone. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> he knows. He's got it. Yeah. yeah. And so, there's a, like, there's probably a certain amount of confidence with that, that you can just talk to anyone about anything. You can and carry then, yourself. And then you can carry yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but he'd probably be in a situation where he'd be most likely to not use it, I guess. Because yeah. he knows... He's such a damaging person if yeah. he really wants, I guess. And yeah, and just they're so disciplined. They work real hard. So then he he won that, and then uh, a few months later, Stolbender was doing his thing mm. all over the world. And then the Whitaker fight was rumored to happen, and, yep. and Ash was telling us it's going down in Melbourne. Like you guys have got to come. Yeah, yeah. I'll hook you up, and we're like, 100, we're coming. <laughs> 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 and he's like, I'll hook you up with like we'll try work out a potty with Stolbender and that while we're there. If we've got time, but it's hard with the UFC. They lock it down. Yeah, like, yeah. week out. And the fighters are doing their thing. Yeah. So we didn't even go near, we didn't even hassle Ash about that. We flew over. Whitey couldn't come because it was Jet's birthday. So yeah. I was on the plane. I took Clint. Yeah. Clint Van Dyke. Ash hooked us up like the best tickets. Like pretty much <laughs> we were 10 rows from the octagon with all the family and friends of Izzy and um, everyone. And it was just an incredible event. Like Marvel Stadium sold out for a UFC for a fight. And yeah, Stylebender did what he did to Whitaker, and it was a torn feeling because you, everyone loves Whitaker. Aussie versus <laughs> yeah, Aussie yeah. versus Kiwi, yeah. Kiwi who lives in Australia. And it was like <laughs> yeah. everyone didn't know what to do. Like people's heads exploding. So understand. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to you've got you've got to love Stylebender. He's a freak. Yeah, and Whitaker's got a heart of a warrior. And yeah, it went down the way it went down, and just being around all the family and friends and Ash, where you went to the after party after and. Just seen it was a private rooftop hotel yep. that we had. It was free everything. Yeah, boy. And um, <laughs> it was just sick. So good. Like, I'm not going to go into details, but it was a fun <laughs> night. And then, um, yeah, just they brought the belts in. Izzy came in and he was pretty reserved, just soaking it all up. Yeah. And we all got to wear the belts, celebrate. He yeah, was a real nice guy. I wearing the strap of something you had nothing to do with. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Walking away with it. Mate, but they, they're so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I pulled my shoulder out and just holding it. Like, but he was real humble and he didn't hang around too long, actually. Style I think he wanted to be by himself to digest it. Cause, it's a pretty huge thing. Yeah, but it was yeah, really good seeing man. Ash. Um, Ash is doing really well. He's not just his mate, but his manager and there's many of those New Zealand fighters and Australian fighters on the come up mm. that are working their asses off that are going to be big names, I reckon. And yeah. it's just a start for them. But we were sitting there with these English blokes and I was like, they look real nerdy and they were real nice. Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys doing here? How do you know Izzy and Ash and that? And they go, oh, we're coders. I was like, oh, yeah, coders, what for? And they're like, oh, Call of Duty. What? We've got, we've got to fly back to London tonight. We're putting Izzy in the game. He's a big gamer. <laughs> so they go, yeah, we got flown out to um to just code him and get his thoughts and we're putting him in Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just sitting with these blokes and I was like, we're in another world here, Clint. What the fuck? And like McGregor's, because he's managed by McGregor's crew. Yep. And um, yeah, they're all whipping out the proper whiskey and Audio Tars there, who's McGregor's manager. And they're just, 
just the watches, everything had that. It was just, I was like, we're out of place here. I'm wearing cotton on head to toe. Is that my daughter crying? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go sort that. Background. You guys keep chatting. And yeah, yeah that is, it was just a different world, man. I was like, we're way too poor to be here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been fun. It was good. Unlimited booze. But they trained so hard. Like, you know, they, well, you know what it's like with your F45, even like to a yeah, scale back. Yeah, because it's the same as um, so fighting world champions. Yeah, <laughs> fight 45. <laughs> fighting the calories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how disciplined you've got to be to like, do a 10-week program, transformation yeah. program. But they're doing that and fighting. All the time. And then they put their life on the line. Yeah. And then you just have a blowout. And then they're pretty disciplined getting back into it. Yeah. And it's literally life on the line as well. Like, what's his name? Uh, Mark Hunt. Yeah. He's still, they still, he's still going at it. Have you seen all he, the shit? Against the UFC, yeah. Yeah. Still a bit against Brock Lesnar. Because he, all the performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. 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 Oh, mate, you're putting your, you're putting your life on the line every time you walk out there. Like, one hit and you could be dead. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, they party hard, enjoy the win, and then, and it's a team environment. Like you don't only see, you only see the coach yeah. in the corner and the fighter and maybe and a couple like other corner men. But there's such, there's such a big team behind like the whole them. Gym, yeah, nutritionists yeah. and and the parents and the and the girlfriends. That's weird. You don't think about that, eh? Nah. Like when you're partying with a world champ, you're like, oh, I wonder what his parents are up to. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all there crying and stuff. Yeah, yeah loving it. It's pretty full on. But so. yeah, it's it's been. It's been a fun sort of ride. There's been funny opportunities like that that you just got to take. Have to. Can't say no to those yeah. sort of things. Now, was this uh, while your missus was pregnant or while when it was born or was this nah, before? No, this was uh, October. So Charlie was at a good age. Nice. Like, what, six months or yeah. not even. He was eight months or whatever. So, she, yeah, she was fine with it. Yeah. Because she's from Sydney. She flies over there when she can to see her friends yeah. quite a bit. So we're good like that. Yeah, like, so. go over for the weekend. I'll look after Charlie and... You've got to have that freedom, eh? I'll bring Charlie over on the weekends. <laughs> I'll bring Charlie the baby. <laughs> yeah, you got to clarify. Yeah. But, but yeah, how, how are you finding everything? Ah, uh, good, man. The um the break's been good. Uh, comedy's back. I did a gig last Friday or two Fridays ago. Whatever the first one was, it was still 20 people. It was weird. Yeah. Is that, your, is that your biggest show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even without COVID. <laughs> yeah. So 20 um, people, where was that at? At 6030 in Marawa. Oh, so nice. it was like, yeah, they've redone it all, but it was real strange, like so rusty. Yeah, but like, and I got pretty mad yet before, man. Like we were here drinking, and I haven't really had a good drink on the podcast. So Wolfie pinned us. So I was like, fuck, this will be funny. Have a few bevies. But then when I got on stage, couldn't really fucking concentrate, eh? Like, <laughs> not many people in Merrowa can though. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say there's literally a dude in a wheelchair doing cocaine in the toilet before. <laughs> so there was. Yeah, legit. <laughs> he goes, "It's my turn for the bag." <laughs> so when I said that on stage, I'm like, "Look, man, like." I've heard of the pills blue disables, but I've never seen a disabled dude like doing Charlie in the in the toilet. So that's usually what able-bodied people are doing, and he actually was using it for what that's proper equality. He's like, I can walk, <laughs> and I called him. I called it out. I said, "Look, man, I don't know what this pub's like, but I've seen a dude in a wheelchair doing coke, and then the whole bat just erupted. So they must have known who it was. <laughs> they had then- a rack rod parking <laughs> ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So it was, it was a bit um, weird. Like, and then afterwards, I was talking to someone, and guys like, "Yeah, man, that was oh, you were so funny. I just want to say thanks. That's so great." And then he's like, "Oh, like my wife, this lady fell off a chair." Like just fit like from being maggot, and he goes, "Oh, I don't know her. Like I don't know her." And he goes, "She just sat next to my wife, and I'm sorry, guys, I don't really know her." And I go, "Oh yeah." And his wife comes over, and he go, "Before she come over, he goes, my wife plays the spoons." And I go, "All right, no worries." And she comes over, and she goes, "Ring ding 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 ding," like playing the spoons, like hell vigorously making eye contact with me. 
And I'm going what? like, oh, my husband was telling you, telling how, how he hates when you play the spoons. And she's like, are you serious? He goes, sorry, no, baby, I never said that. Like, and she was like, don't tease me. Like, don't tease me. These are great. Listen, I was like, all right, like, off you go, man. <laughs> you guys can play the spoons together. It was fucking... I thought they were trying to hit you up for a swingers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're the big spoon. Yeah, it was really strange, right? So 60-30, is that like a commie lounge? or well, is it no, a bar or it was just a pub. Just a pub. And they've, they've redone like the, the back to fucking, um, to, to, I don't know, they're trying to transform it into a music thing and they're doing comedy that comedy that went so much. So, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Were you the first cab off the road? We were, yeah. So I, I was um, second, so Cam McLaren headline. And that story started, which was good. But I, everyone was just frothing for it. So I was like, you know. Yeah, everyone just wants to get out and about yeah. and get, have a laugh after all the shit few months. Yeah. So I'm, I'm booked in at the lounge next Friday and Saturday, which should be sick. But um, got another one in Calamunda uh, Friday coming up. And then back on the horse, eh? Doing, it's good. Doing um, quizzes and shit. So The Commie Lounge is such a good venue. Yeah. It's, awesome. It'll be so good when it gets back open. It's this Friday it's open? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so Mandy Knight is kicking off. Have you seen Mandy before? She was on the I saw special. her on the TV show. Yeah, She's yeah. fucking good. Alicia man. liked they her. They cut yeah, her a lot because funny. like she she just, she goes ham. Like she's hell harsh. She's rips, rips cunts, man. Yeah, commercial TV wouldn't have been able to. Yeah, so they didn't give her much time, unfortunately. But live, she's she's wicked. Yeah. So Alicia was laughing at her when she was on. Yeah. We went down, we were down south. I was telling Wolfie and we just got down there and I was like, oh shit, the comedy thing's on, we'll put it on. And yeah. we liked it. Like, yeah. we, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Like Wolfie, Wolfie was being Wolfie, like ragging yeah. about, but he, I thought he was really funny. I thought they were all good. I thought, yeah, that Mandy Knight was good. Yeah. Pinder was good. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of good bits, man. Like, again, the production, some of the choices they made was a bit strange yeah. with how they set it up, but whatever. You live and you learn. Yeah. And and it's good just I reckon the more these sort of TV networks get behind local content, yeah, there is so much shit on TV. Mate, the thing is, TV is not even a place to be anymore. <laughs> it's it's a tumbleweed it. goes through it's when it. I change channel and free yeah. there. Yeah, like there's nothing good on. Yeah, it, it comes up. Uh, you know, on Netflix. Are you still there? Yeah, <laughs> it does that on free to air now. Are you sure? Are you still You're watching? watching? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, we're not even watching. Yeah, so so they need more of that stuff. Yeah, um, apologies, lads. Dad life. Yeah. That's never she's happened. She's going crazy, eh? Mate, don't know what's going on there. So. First night, Steph's out and she's going fucking nuts. So. There's, there's, where's Steph? Clubber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just fucking dinner with the girls. Um, yeah, so uh, what uh, what else were we touching on just there? Just the TV and how? Uh, to summarise it, Delby was telling me about a guy in a wheelchair racking up coke <laughs> in a Merriweb pub. Yeah. And him get offering to be the big spoon while he was there too. Yeah, this lady started just telling me how she plays the spoons. Like, full on, just look at me, eye contact, going, ding like, she's trying to do Thunderstruck. And I'm like, oh, that's hell good. Like, you should t- show your husband more. He was telling me how much um, how much he loves it. Yeah. Like, and then I said, I was saying, your husband didn't say, said you weren't that good at the spoons. But she's like, don't tease me. This is serious. Yeah. Like, full fucking eye contact. Like, yeah. Don't leave me. So, oh, yeah. shit. And that fourth tour, just those sort of <laughs> just randomly. Uh, first yeah, night, of, game. First night of footy. Yeah, terrible yeah. night to choose for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Collingwood, it's Richmond. A draw. Would you? If, if we said a year ago that second round of the AFL was going to start in June, <laughs> and, and it was your podcast is going to have more of a crowd than the AFL, <laughs> <laughs> Richmond versus Collingwood. Would you have believed it, yeah. mate? And 
36-36 going into two minutes left right. in the game. These 16-minute quarters are fucking trash. Yeah, Wait, but is this WAFL? <laughs> <laughs> but last, last round they had 16-minute quarters. Oh, yeah, Waffle. I said that. <laughs> I meant AFL. Last round they had 16-minute uh, quarters, and they still went for about 29 minutes. So, like... Yeah. But I'm all about the possession bets, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so... Right now, I'm sitting pretty if Jeremy Howard can hold for 550 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty right. good at the punt, though. He so loves a punt. You guys like, should definitely get sports bet or someone on board. Oh, that would be killer. <laughs> Just for... Uh, be great. Uh, yeah. yeah, if they want to. Mate, I'm the highest paid podcast bloke in Perth at the moment. Fucking 1100 <laughs> a fortnight, like boy. Job <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what I'm getting paid to do a podcast at the moment. That's, that's How good. Dope. So. Oh, well, we'll hit you up for the next that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually more than what commercial radio people get. <laughs> <laughs> sure, the Lord is in Perth. Is so good. <laughs> You're balling. Yeah. Mate, I'm killing it. Um, uh, uh, this setup is really impressive, though. Does it take you a while to edit the video and audio? Mate, like, I'll put it out tomorrow morning, like, fucking 10 minutes. It's, so it's all set up pretty easy. The, the audio goes out tonight, bang, like, um, what's the time now? Fucking 7.30, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, so it'll be, out, it'll be up by 10 o'clock on all podcast platforms. So. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, I don't good. edit, don't do nothing. It's just raw. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. but we, um, we need to get back on the video. We started with that for the first few episodes, but oh, then we so just crunched around the audio, it, but it does help. It's massively helped with our uh, just listeners. And it just gives people a little bit of a follow into it and, yeah. and how they're going to go. Delby's loving the football right now. 50, oh, mate, 50 51 seconds. seconds. What yeah. do you need? That's 36, 36. I just need Jeremy Howe to get a few more touches. There he is at the back. Give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Janitor. Maybe we just, yeah. um, maybe we like commentate this last 41 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 36. Get well, it's Dennis. a draw. It's actually pretty fucking, um, it's pretty exciting. Dennis committee. For the first game back. Get him on. Crowd's um, gone wild. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The fat <laughs> crowd sounds horrendous. Oh, we'll talk about that. They got it all wrong. It's m- just murder. So, the boo, yeah. the boo is what is killing me. No, uh, sorry, not the boo, the ball. The ball? Ball. Well, are they doing it at the right time? They're not doing it. Oh, my There's God. none of it. There's so, um, someone gets tackled and that's, this is a draw. I'm an Eagles fan, but that's going to be weird oh. watching the Eagles and not having crowds There's go, ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's eight seconds left oh, and it's gone oh, inboard. Oh, oh you're fucking kidding. Oh, oh. and he's... And he's drilled. There's the game. That would have been is that it? the game if old fucking Gavin Brown's son if someone showed gives, a bit of fucking nous. If someone gives a... Um, and Vlostu and the red-headed flame just came in like the human torch and buried a cunt. I love Buckley Cam, eh? Always him melt him. He's the hardest time. That is giving the... Anytime he's... That's so distracting. Fuman. There it is. That's the draw. That's the draw. That's, that's disgusting. Um... By Collingwood to oh, let that go. Fuck. Tom Phillips got the. They've had their history. That's one thing we'll never do. We'll never put footy on. Never. In a podcast. Yeah, not, <laughs> not while I'm here. Not while Telby's got <laughs> there and got his bets on. How'd you go? Uh, look, I needed um, Jeremy Howe for most posies in his group. Mm-hmm. He got 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Phillips was in his group as well and he got 20. So it splits the money. But it was 50 bucks at 11 and 1. Mm. 550, cut that in half. Two seventy five. Not too bad. Yeah, full Marty McFly. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Matching it up. These are my little supras. So happy days. So good. Supra. They're called. Oh, su- I think they. I think they're called super. Supra. Yeah. Wow. Hey, sorry. The- I'm dressed by Supra. Yeah. <laughs> and Valley Girl. But yeah. um. Yeah. So what? What's the? I. I mean, what's your highest your podcast got? You You were trying to get Theo Von on at one point. I remember you telling me, and you, you were showing him that. You guys were the number three. Listen to it at some point in time. Yeah, right? yeah. You yeah. guys got the you got went over for Australia 
podcast. podcast oh, we got, with you. We were on you're... that. We didn't go over for it. Okay. We were, I don't know why we didn't go over for that. But you were but nominated. We were, we were in that, yeah. That's incredible. But we um, we did an episode with Mike Stewart, who's like the goat in bodyboarding. Yeah. yeah. He's like the Kelly Slater of bodyboarding. Yeah. Hawaiian dude. Yeah. And that went nuts. It, but it went internationally, like big in America and Hawaii. Wow. So we ended up being third that week on the iTunes in Australia, which was pretty yeah, crazy. Wow. We had no idea. Why did just check the charts? Mm. And it was Hamish and Andy who don't, or Rogan, who doesn't move from number one. Mm. Any episode Rogan does, obviously. And then yep. Hamish and Andy, they don't pretty much move mm. from second. And then we were wow. third. So yeah, so. That's the Australian charts. Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And what yeah. happened For comedy, because when we registered it, we put it under comedy. You know, you got to choose a certain category, don't you? Yeah, I don't know what we But we're are. kind of like miscellaneous, like sport, comedy, yeah. or whatever. We're just shit talking. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was on that one, so we were pretty spun out about that. Do you, who do you use as your platform? Do you have a platform? Do you know? Whitey handles all that. Podbean yeah. is it? Uh, host? Oh yeah. And then we're on Anchor. No, that's what Mitch drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What? Did you guys say something?" He's, <laughs> the, he's tapping on the window. <laughs> and so what? Theo Neely? No, we just reached out to his uh, management. We didn't actually hear anything back. Yeah. And then I ended up going to Brisbane for work the weekend. He was in Perth, so it never would have happened anyway. Yeah. Uh, I find that's the the hard thing with podcasts in my personal experience being in WA mm. and I'm sure all over the world is it is a lot about who you know. Yeah. If you don't know them directly, you are not going through the red tape to get them because people get lured in on podcasts to speak about, they feel comfortable, which yeah. is great. Yeah. And they'll talk authentically. Yeah. But their PR team aren't always going to like that. So that was especially my next question with the sports you. stars, like because yeah. we know <clears throat> Nick Nat yep. and all that, we could text them and get them. And so, he was speaking about if you people haven't listened to it, he was speaking about funny shit because he's a good dude. Yeah, and we used to go to high school parties together because he went to school near me. Yeah, and he was and he used to bodyboard, he's oh, the tallest bodyboard ever. Yeah, and he had some funny stories about like petty shoplifting and things like that around crew. <laughs> yeah, and you never would, get that. Uh, the Eagles, if his media team at the Eagles heard that, they wouldn't have been too happy. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I've had a few run-ins similar with some cricketers that I know firsthand. But yeah conflict of sort of yeah. work and, and so hobbies. So like we, we messaged we both know Mark Hutchings, for yep. example, and Jack Darling and I asked them if they'd come on together and then the Eagles said no. Yes. Yeah. Um so and uh, we said, Well you guys just say it and they just go on and then they deal with the consequences <laughs> yeah. after yeah. Well So um some, I think that's sort of yeah. just like Hutchie, fucking come on, cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're so fun. And I uh, yeah, so <clears throat> to answer your story, we hit up Theravon's management, didn't hear anything because they're all he's with a pretty big management yep. agency in America like deal with actors and the comedians yeah. it's a fucking huge <coughs> roster mm. and I just don't reckon they don't want to buy over it imagine how much they get hit up by podcasts mate oh, my first so the, the whole he, he is your Michael Jordan a podcast yeah, I reckon yeah. as guest go Theo Vaughn Theo Vaughn he's just got to be the best value every third word is comedy gold yeah so we, we've good. got like Hemsworth in the running, Chris Hemsworth coming up like Fuck. That's in the pipeline. Fuck. But it's funny how that is like um, going. We went we went the proper route yeah. through management. You yeah. Hear fucking nothing. And then there's you mates used. of his from the Gold Coast that Whitey knows yeah. and that we know that are teeing it up. 
Okay. So you go through the friend road and Mate, you, it's you get always the inroads. The way to, yeah. That's always the way to do it. It's, like, hard, it's hard though. I mean, I tried to go through your people to get you on. <laughs> my mum. I've known Wood since we were 10. I go, fuck it, I'll just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do it. We're going to get you guys on ours as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be dope. But yeah, yeah it's, oh, well, it's we, hard work. We did have a, a little idea that we were going to challenge your podcast in certain ways yeah and speed then speed dating That'd like do a speed good. dating night and see who get the most yeses out of us four even yeah though, out of, even though three out of four are like married with kids <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and I do the I would do the worst well, but <laughs> why, follow up a year later and we're all living in a share house because we're divorced <laughs> mate, my, uh, that, that idea went real good like, <laughs> <laughs> we got heaps of chicks <laughs> mate, uh, my wife and she's about to walk through the door and she um, she thinks she would absolutely cream me so I've always wanted to go speed dating with her and see who gets more yeses. Oh, she yeah. would. She, she would, would most definitely <laughs> fucking cream me. Where are the venue? I should get I, more yeses from the girls just, than you would. I just want yeses. <laughs> and where? don't say it while she's walking through. Uh, <laughs> Your baby's been crying. Go sort it. <laughs> oh, that's about so chauvinistic. Gonna, <laughs> where, um, where are we speed dating? I don't know. Oh, we can figure it out, man. Yeah. See if Whitey's up for it first. We can do a Hard Yarns versus Grim Reapers. That's funny. Podcast challenge. Do you know what we? That's so funny because talking about how we had some show ideas. Yeah. Um, there was a Whitey had a sketch idea like to, that he wanted to do. What was it? Zero and hero. Zero to hero or zero yeah. and heroes. Ashley Harrison. Or studs thing. and duds. I can't remember. No studs and duds. Not Ashley Harrison. I was gonna say that's, that's zero and heroes. That's yeah. the foundation. It was studs and duds, and it was sketches. It was proper set up, stitch up cameras. Yeah. Almost like punked, but it was, yeah. So like, Delby, suave motherfucker tee up real girls that yeah. have cameras and a storyline bulletproof set up say down at Scarborough and he takes a chick down for a few drinks on the Sunset Hill yeah then Branchy's drowning <laughs> Delby uh, rips his shirt off this girl's got no idea like legit Tinder pickup yeah. saves a thinking Branchy That's... and this girl's like this guy's the hottest dude ever, ever. what he a man it's another day in the office <laughs> but then then there's also the duds that like Get this girl and pick him up with a Datsun with three doors and like make her do the paper run with you before you go out for a date. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Sorry, I just got to pay for the coffee. Yeah, we're going to do a real mode. And have that be... shit experience, a good experience. But it'd be so hard to line up because you'd get one take at it. Yeah. And you'd I, have to have the cameras going. That's what I like some of your guys' uh, videos I've seen on YouTube. Like, um, Mate, the, one of the best ones. The you, cock. Yeah, greens, greens and, cock. and cock. Greens and cock. Amazing. And then the paint falls and shit. Like, how good? Just oh, that simple. was one take too. That was one take? Yeah. Mate. Delby, your mate was in the... Somehow walked past that. Oh, yeah. That rap battle was with the F45. Blunfield. Redhead Dreads. Blunfield, yeah. If you watch that footage... Oh, he cruises I, past. I, he walks past. <laughs> She's having a coffee. Grilled. Yeah. So we, we set up... Um, yeah, so we set up camera at Grilled and we set up a camera at the Pinchos. Mm. And... Whitey just elevates every idea <laughs> to being like, like, So for those that don't know, the Greens and Cox sign was, was painted by Whitey and Bud. Yeah, it's like, been painted by heaps of people. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Three of, we had, this wasn't at night time, like <laughs> yeah. a stealth gig. This is 10am in the morning. <laughs> we should share it. We'll and share it the was, YouTube video. On um, it. it was one take and it was Whitey, classic Whitey. He just goes into character like... Yeah stone cold face and just goes into the mode and he just does not fear anything but so we put paint and flour in a bucket and we're like yeah we'll go paint the cock on greens and coat but we go do it during the day and we got it because we've got to film everyone's reactions so why do you, i put a suit on and i was parked up the road in a, with a bike and i was just going to be the average punter that stops to see what's going on 
Whitey is the painter. Yeah. He's going to go up and just say they're doing renovations. Um, they've been told by the council to clean up the green on yeah. this on. <laughs> so I've never in my life seen the owner of Greens & Co. at Greens & Co. Yeah, Co not ever. Have I. ever. I don't think anyone has. He's like a mystery man. Yeah. That morning he was there. Fuck. So we rock up, set the cameras up. I've just seen Co. Never Green. Hey? Well, I've, <laughs> I've gone up the road to get ready. Whitey's like, we're going. So the cameras roll. Whitey's got the ladder, fucking huge ladder. Could not have already got it from. He could have walked onto the clouds. Goes straight, doesn't even break stride with the paint. Puts it up, leans it up against the roof. Yeah. Starts climbing it. The owner and the baristas come out, going, "What's going on here? What's going on here?" And he's like, "Oh, it's all good. I'm here to paint the um the roof for the council." He goes, oh, "I haven't heard anything about the council." He's and this guy, he has run-ins with the council supposedly. The owner, Classic. he's had his beef, Mr. Green. And Whitey's like. No, nah, I've been authorised to do it, mate. Step away from me. <laughs> and he's half out the ladder having this stoush. I'm up the road, so I see it going down. I'm riding down. And the whole idea was for me to stand under the ladder and with the commotion, see what's going on. Yep. And then he's going to drop the whole bucket of paint on me. So it worked. Couldn't work any yeah. more perfect. And I went right under it and they all gathered. And the owner, we just didn't know the owner was going to be there. He was clicking. <laughs> and there was an Audi, there was an Audi parked right there. And Whitey's like oh, drops this paint. It was mostly flour though with a little bit of paint and milk. Smart. And it just goes all, all over me. And I was like in this suit and it's bounced on the floor and then went onto the Audi bonnet oh. as well, which I think it was the manager's. Yeah. Oh. But it was <laughs> and like, he was like, go straight to me though. The owner going, oh my God, you're all right. And I was oh. like, oh God, I had a job interview this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just came to get my long Mac. <laughs> And all these ladies are like now I'm a flat sympathizing white. with sympathizing with me. And then these other people are like they've been filming and he's laughing. So then I just got on the bike and just legged rode, it. legged it. And our mate's apartment was up near where Subi played their footy. What oval's that? Um, um, Lady Oval. Yeah, so I had to yeah. like ride past the garden, go through this alleyway, and he's like, I'm calling the cops and yeah, he called the cops, so we cleared out like <laughs> It was crazy because then Brad Norris, our other friend, he was on a gopher down the road. Yeah. And he comes past the mop and a bucket and starts <laughs> street sweeping the paint away. So like we, we cleaned it all up. Yeah. But the cops got called. But I was already legging. I was riding and I'm like in paint in a suit, 10 a.m. Allegedly. Like a Tuesday morning. <laughs> Allegedly. Getting changed. I couldn't get the paint and flour out of my hair for so long. <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny. Nothing ever eventuated from it. People were losing it laughing. Mate, that classic. dude, your mate, or the F forty five guy. Yeah. They didn't. No one just knew what was going on. Bluntfield, because yeah. everyone was stopping. Going, that just happened. <laughs> it was one take in broad daylight. Yeah. Why, and, that why, takes that, so that, much balls, man. That's why his life though. Like, why did he went down a wheelchair? Went down an escalator at Karen up on the wheelchair. He's Intention some, three. I think I saw him in the toilet. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in he, high school, he's got balls. Man. I don't know if you remember the videos I used to make with Danny Markworth. Those little videos. Oh, those pornos. Those pornos. <laughs> we used to make those sorts of little videos, except yeah. we used to dress up in a teddy bear and fucking out, outfit and then just go fucking tackle people at a shopping centre and yeah. shit like that. It was, oh, is, you're inspired by tension. Basically, <laughs> fucking... Um, common and, theme. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. Like, just dress up in a thing and just go tackle some cunts. Man, and Volkanovsky was saying that when he came on. He goes, wow, we used to watch tension all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, everyone... We've, any like big guests we've had on seem to have a common trend of like, we that's used to right. do tensions. Like, fuck, everyone's immature. Like, that's it's good. so yeah. good. I, I mean, I used to take a mic around um, uh, Karen Up Shops and just interview people and yeah. try and be a dickhead. And it would have been 
fucking horrendous. But at the time, we thought it was fucking funny as shit. And then yeah. it showed everyone in high school. He also used to take a video camera to primary schools as well. It's <laughs> really weird. He was the guy not that, the guy not that team movie with the plastic bag and the camera. I get really sweaty as well. Yeah. <laughs> in the bushes. Uh, I was going to say, there's another one I've seen you do in your Speedos and Rollerblades. Is that a character you do or do you just take... I love that shit. Doing stacks. Oh, that was just us doing stupid shit. Yeah, yeah we because we we we've, we've got heaps of footage um, that we're just sitting on at the moment yeah. um, that we were just bored filming. Yeah, and that was just like an ad we did for Pit Vipers, the sunglasses. Yeah, they're like, hor- have you seen them? <laughs> no, Pit Vipers, they're hell funny. They're yeah. American brand. They just do like horrendous speed dealers. <laughs> really, <laughs> but that, but the guys are like, they've got like riffraff and everyone that oh, repping sick. them. And, They've they're grown up pretty they've blown up pretty big. But they yep. gave us some sunnies to do a promo. Yeah. And we just did that, like rollerblades, speedos and like cut off shirt. And then wearing like another one walking on the beach with like karate kit. Yeah, I saw you do that one. <laughs> like, there's nothing yeah. more like alpha than wearing a karate kit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dude, why like yeah, it's so why? stupid. Where, what what's the is this so you work for, like you said, cricket Australia in your Spare time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I'm not in speedos, in so. your, in your, in your, is it as your part, as your main source of income? But this stuff is just fun. Like just yeah. fuck it. I like having a good time. Like being a fucking larrikin. Is that yeah, what? we've always just done it for yeah. fun. Like have a laugh. Like I think we're all pretty similar. You gravitate yeah. towards. Yeah. Crew. yeah. Like, enough bad shit happens in life, I believe, and I've experienced bad shit with losing friends or close family. Like we all have. Yeah. Have had. We've all got a story to tell. I just reckon in between all the bad shit, you might as well have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you've just got to, life's too short, man. As cliche as it is, like it's go out there and just do your best at whatever you want to do and just fucking have fun, man. And, and live. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm an Instagram influencer saying that shit. (laughs) But that's why you just got to do it. That's what we had started the podcast that you guys have. You just start small. Yeah. Who knows? Have some fun with it. You don't know yeah. where things will grow. And at. Like getting lounge on has been fucking awesome because I mean the other day I shared a video that we put up as a promo for the podcast and that just spun it. It got a thousand more views than it would. Like it's nothing yeah. huge, but it just adds a little bit more. Yeah. Gets a few yeah. more listens, and then if people like what they hear, especially if it's going well, yeah. it's, we're not. Dickheads. It's great. We do get a few really nice. Like you spin out. We're just talking shit. Yeah. And then you get people going, oh man, I, I listened to your podcast, that was sick. Yeah. Or like, hey, I've been hanging out. Like we had uh, my mate on the other week, Jason, and his sister already listened to us and she was frothing, frothing <laughs> yeah. the fact that he got to come on here. I was like, yeah. fuck, that's cool, man. Like, yeah. And you you must get it yeah. way more than that, you know, heaps no, of love. No, it's the same, man. Like, well, we've all, we've all got podcasts we listen to and you, you sometimes they just talk about nothing, but you just enjoy it. Yeah. I think, and I reckon my favourite podcast of all time is the End of the end World. End of the World one. Oh, Joe Rogan live on stage, just everyone getting fuck eyed drunk Uber. while they did the 2016 election. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's bro. fucking yeah, incredible. It's and there's no Bill Burr nothing. dominates. It's just yeah. fucking Bill oh, Burr just fucking killing it for four or five hours. Yeah. And them talking about how whoever wins, Trump or Hillary, they're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's on stage. And yeah, just live on stage, bit of an audience. So audience interaction live recorded. It's fucking, and nothing. Just yeah. absolutely nothing, and I like that, and and that's what we're trying to achieve here. Like, just <laughs> we're chat. trying to achieve nothing. We're trying to achieve nothing. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to achieve like these pe- things. People like I used to listen to podcasts to tune out of work. I fucking I didn't hate my job, but it was just one of these dead. It was a, it was boring. It was just I could do it with my eyes closed, and yeah. to get through the day listening to a three or four hour podcast was like, bang. There's there's part of that job done mm. that I don't have to worry about anymore. 
I just wanted to be able to try and do that for people. Yeah, and yeah. then you, and you're doing it. And yeah. Like you said, like Jason's sister listening, and yeah. and that's what we. There's so many episodes I've done where we just have fun talking, and it, the, <coughs> you always tell guests they've never been on a podcast before. They'll be like, "Oh, how long are we doing this for?" You yeah. go, "Oh, we'll say probably hour, hour, hour or so." <laughs> it will go quick, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, will it?" Because they're nervous, yeah. and then you, they finish and go, "Shit, that went so quick." Yeah, yeah. Because you're just having fun, having a convo. Well, you don't want to stop, and it. you finish, and you go. Do people even like this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and then they do. You don't know, you do because you're just talking shit. Yeah, mate. My time. first podcast uh, had Blake Kapler, and you know, um, actually, you guys have had him on Ty Wolfenden for even like five minutes in the, I think, uh, yeah, at, at, at the party. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was meant to be my first guest. He pulled out like fucking half an hour before fucking dog. <laughs> and um, Wolf. Uh, so we got another got guy fake, on. We got Kmart Wolf a few yeah. months later. <laughs> so we had like Blake. <laughs> Andrew Wolf instead. We yeah. had Blake Kapler um, who's a professional triathlete and a uh, like a, a guy who was, he had his own fitness uh, brand and he was building something. He's reformed uh, drug addict and stuff. Had a really good story. So it was a cool little episode. Del- was, Delby. <laughs> but, but what it was, it was like the first five, ten minutes into the episode, I was I had this thing where I was like interviewing them and then I just went, this is fucked. I don't like this whole... Like it was five, ten minutes into it and I went, nah, fuck this. I just threw away my like questions yeah. and just talked shit for another hour and a half and it was... So much better uh, as soon as I threw away the questions, and then I was like, I'm never More doing, it, never doing it anything else again. I'm just gonna go in no notes. I don't do any research on anyone. <laughs> um, yeah. I do. I try to do a little bit if it's someone of note. Yeah. I guess um, I've always got a few questions that I want to ask. Like, yeah, you know. Um, but in general, I think the organic conversation, and especially me and Delby, aren't experts in anything. So. If we have an expert on, it's fucking awesome to come from that layman's point of view when they're interviewing and ask uh, when they're saying something. We can go, well, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to ask you, like the one question I did have was, what's your favorite and what's your episode that sticks out the most out of your first hundred? Which one? Which guest was your favorite, or which was the most fun? Because you'd have different. You'd have yeah, like they're all really deep eh? ones, or you'd have really funny ones or interesting. Yeah, no, nah, they're all different. They're all. They're all good. Like, I can't even separate <laughs> Every Wolfies, 100 of them. Wolfie's was wild. Like, yeah. as you guys know better than I do, yeah. it was just like, it wasn't even a podcast. It was just Wolfie <laughs> venting. <laughs> it was funny. He was like, I've never seen Whitey laugh that much. Yeah. Because it was just like, I was explaining. I don't I was, know, man. Yeah. I was explaining to Whitey how when Wolfie, the comedy I've seen of him, the crowd didn't even get a chance to not like him because he's like on them straight yeah. away. He's like, yeah. in there like a wolf. Face. He's unbombable. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? And then it's like, oh, I like this guy. I had yeah. a go at him today, so actually. It was like that on the podcast. Yeah. So he was funny, but like, um, yeah, oh, I'm just trying to think. We've had a few people. Nick Nat was really good in terms of his story about Fiji and how he was like real. For someone who's got a big brand behind him. He spoke just the way you expect him to speak in terms of he's so Nick Nat. He's yeah. so authentic and mm-hmm. speaking about when he goes back to Fiji, how like he strips everything back. Like he loves living under the stars and he comes back and he buys them um like Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah. They don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so they're all asking him for Wi-Fi. And he's like buying the village <laughs> wi-fi. Like, wi-fi and credit and stuff. And That's so everyone's got good stories. Toys. I'm just yeah. trying to think who else. Alex Volkanovsky was good. Um, the SAS guy was really good we had on. Sick. Nick Caldwell. Just, I don't know. I like, 
I love all the sports guys, but then I also like the sleep doctors we've had on and yeah, people from stuff different that's backgrounds. interesting that you wouldn't yeah, normally that I learn from because yeah, we're the same. Yeah. We're, we're not experts at anything. Nah. We're just two mates that are yeah. talking shit. I want to learn more and talk and listen and then talk shit and yeah. yeah I, I don't know, man. I, there's a, I couldn't really single one person out. Yeah, yeah. There's there's been Tracy Vaux really good. Yeah, you should get her on. Yeah. So she's hooked you guys up with your segment, is that right? Yeah. On Channel Nine. Yeah. That's pretty cool. She, yeah, she's got us on Channel Nine regularly, and she's she's a legend. Yeah. She's so funny, and yeah. she's so good at her job. Yeah. But she's got a really cool story, like from her parents coming move into Australia. Yeah. Like on boats, like the sacrifices that were made, and yeah. she grew up in Perth, and then into the media doing the hard slog in Sydney. Fuck, man, the media is a that, that job would be. I I don't envy them at all, man. Well, yeah. they, and they don't hours have a choice. And hours and they don't have a choice in what they're reporting as well, I guess. Yeah. As well. So they're just told, this is what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and their internships are all non-paid, right? Like, they just got to go try and get work experience at places. Yeah, she was saying... Like, and for women especially, like, yeah. they're fucking... Like, Sammy Rich is trying to get just anything. I spoke yeah. to her today and, yeah. yeah, fuck, it's tough, man. Like, it's really tough. Yeah. Even it comes down to, and we've spoken about this before, the amount of followers she has on YouTube or Instagram, it can affect whether or not she gets a job. Yeah, in it's all about areas. that now. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, man. And people are buying followers to, like... Yeah. But to try to pump their brand up, which I, I get from a certain view, but then also, it's if you know what you're looking at, I, can, I know every someone's account if they bought their followers and then it comes yeah. across so insincere yeah. and then you, it almost it tarnishes your brand because you, mm. subconsciously you're going oh I don't trust this person yeah. yeah, in my head anyway like but it's sad that people have to try promote through their Instagram so much and, and give this they might be so talented but they do feel like they've got the pressure to buy followers so then people don't brush past them yep. yeah and because it's money they get nothing. paid for like they get paid for views. They yeah. get paid for perception, but yep. it sucks. It does. It's, it's the not world real. we're in. But it's no. like it's like you said. It's all what you know, man. Because there's what you got to do. You announced, don't you? Announce the glory as well. Western Force. Western yeah, Force. Yeah. So he's like what Sammy does at Geelong. Like oh yeah, okay. Does well, that at the Force? Well, I did that. Gonna, okay, how'd you get that? He goes, oh my mate just needed someone. Yeah, so that's. Man, like, I can't. I, I'm not. Guys would die for that, man. Yeah. So you know how? Yeah, yeah you messaged me about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I was like, how'd you get that? I'm the classic example of like to some dumb fuck that's just fell into things <laughs> that knows people though like I didn't go to uni and stuff yeah. and like it make, breaks my heart a little bit when people people work their ass off to do radio or media or sports journalism and how many times do you see yeah. a retired AFL player who's never had a background in just it gets the job it. Yeah. It, it, because that's how the world works yeah. it's yeah. who you know and that's and why from now then on then they train you up yeah <laughs> so these guys and girls have worked their ass off for four years but it's it's not like there's different roads to get there. Yeah. So, so I did that with the, I got the gig through Matt Hodgson, who was captain of Western Force at the time. That's dope. He retired, and then he goes Twiggy Forest is doing this World Series. You'd yeah. be really good as MC. John, do it. And I was <laughs> so like, all right. Sick. So then I did that. But I had done all the big bash with the Perth Scorchers. Yep. Before that, for a couple of years, but that was also through working in cricket. Mm. They offered it again. Yeah. There would have been people way better than me. Yep. More polished. Easy. They go with what they know. Yeah, and yeah. they oh, he's a larrikin. He'll be good on the yeah. mic, blah, blah. And then... Stays so I'm, true, I'm for, doesn't give tips yeah, away. I'm, for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forever grateful for those opportunities. Yeah, but I'm also realistic in terms of there's people out there working their ass off that maybe they deserve 
opportunities, but you just got to, it is who you know. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I went and got fucked up at Cancer No Bueno and I look on stage and this bloke's doing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And this is why from now on, instead of us trying to hit up people who know people, I'm just going to call fucking Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we, we'll just be the, the Grin Reaper's sloppy seconds. Or <laughs> 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 we can hold him on him is Andrew Wolf. <laughs> fucking, we'll just keep doing that one and then everything else we'll go sloppy seconds. Grin Reapers. So you're on a great thing. You guys. Yeah, it, and that's the thing though. WA, it literally will be everyone in WA gets the same people if you get into the right point, s- the right point, yeah. becoming a big enough podcast. Or if you find someone interesting, yeah, and Buddha will be like, oh fuck, that was pretty cool. Or like yeah. anyone, you go, oh yeah, this guy's in town. Yeah, yeah. Well, up. like one of our better podcasts is fucking just a mate, a fucking strength and conditioning um, expert, and he knew a little bit about nutrition and and ways of training and stuff, and it's been one of our better feedback that we've had yeah. on a podcast and it was just because it was uh, a specific Informative, topic. interesting. Yeah. Different. yeah. I, I'm trying to get this bird on that uh, my mate went to uni with. She's a, a bioengineer and she's just dealing with all these crazy, this is pre-COVID as well, doing all this fucking really fucking cool like, sort it. like, like um, body transplants and when someone dies, they got to go there and collect the body and then clone it and all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. I want to get her That'd on. She'd be brilliant. That'd that be sort awesome. of stuff's like, Gold, mate. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Different. To, you man. want that different. Yeah. Well, that's perspective on things like and learning. Like, yeah. like that. That was the main reason I started listening to podcasts is to try and learn shit while I was just not while I was fucking doing something that was mind numbing. I was yeah. like, well, I might as well fucking learn something in the process. Yeah. And then it eventually became like entertainment. If I can listen to a stand-up comedian for fucking two hours and piss myself laughing, all good. But Initially, a lot of people would listen to podcasts to learn shit. Speaking yeah. of which, Bud started his stand-up comedy career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was you, hey? You got him up on yeah. stage. Yeah, you were. Were you MC of the night? Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah, he's killing. He was crushing it. At yeah, lazy course, of course he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was your first time. And, La- and lazy then went on to make the raw state final as well. Yeah, wow. Delby mentored me. I'm very grateful for yeah. Delby. And so, did, like, question that first night. Did you have anything sort of set? Had you been thinking about doing it, or yeah, did you literally just go up yeah. and just talk some shit? No, we'd caught up. So. I was emceeing a wedding. I guess it's like a common theme meeting people, but like I was emceeing a wedding and Brendan, who does the comedy lounge bookings, bookings, he was at the wedding and okay. he, and it was like a fun, fun wedding. And I just feel my like just shit banter landed. Yeah. I was just being me. And then, um, Brendan came up to me and introduced himself and he just said, Oh, have you ever done Santa before? And I was like, nah, but I've emceed heaps of things. Yeah, just the Western wanted. Force, the Big Bash, and uh, Hanson <laughs> <Nah>. O' Bueno. <laughs> I like, just like, all the thousand plus gigs. <laughs> Nothing small like the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just funerals. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, I haven't. But like, I've always thought about. It. I love comedy and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you should do it. There's a. I run the comedy lounge bookings, and there's a raw um, comedy competition that you should look at. Yeah. And. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And then I messaged Delby because I knew Delby was yeah. real good at comedy and he was insane. And we just yeah, spoke and Delby took me under his wing and we just bounced a few ideas off each other. And we love going to watch comedy, Alicia and I. So I went and watched Delby MC yeah. at, at Lazy Susan's. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It killed it. And then someone pulled out or there was time. And yeah, Delby was right, like, yeah. oh, um, do you want to jump up and do like whatever, two minutes, three minutes just yeah. after the, the break? Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, fuck it. Fuck it. Um, so just got up there and just riffed and a couple of jokes landed that <laughs> yeah. we, we talked about and I was like, yeah, this is fun and I, I'm not scared of speaking in front of people because yep. I've done it a lot mm-hmm. of that um, but it's a different, it's a really different art obviously because stand-up mm. comedian is yeah. way different than... Well, you just got to practice. And yeah, you got to write and practice and it's such a, it's something I want to 
want to put more time into because I got the taste for it. And yeah. Del- I'm very thanks again, Delby and all the guys at Comedy Lounge were so good. Yeah, Wolfie got, saw I, you the first time and was, was did he talk to you about that on Grand Reapers or not? Um, no, you told me. He saw you and he was like, yeah, fuck that. That guy's good, man. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was lucky that Wolfie, they knew I knew Delby. I was mates at Delby. So yep. I guess they might have shown a little bit more interest. Maybe, I don't know. Because yep. Delby would have been like, oh, he's my mate. Mm. But yeah, all the comedians like Conway and that yeah. sp- took time to speak to me and give me tips. Well, it's got to the final. Game recognised game, man. So as soon as the, a comic sees something in you, even yeah. if you're my mate or not, they'll come up and be like, hey, man, that was pretty good. Like, yeah. So yeah, Conway, he's fucking, I, I rate him pretty highly oh, from the great. two or three times yeah. I've seen yeah. him. Obviously, Wolfie Pinder. Um, even Pony Knox, I've seen her. Yeah, she was in my head. She was funny. Mate, she's, she's fucking funny. She was hilarious. cool too. I, I, she's I great. Real yeah, small she's some, got some real good yeah. She's been on the podcast. Man. She was Loose funny. unit. Yeah. Loose unit from Is the she? hills, man. Yeah. 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 From the like hills. Like the seizure at the casino to, to get the bounces off her boyfriend, like frothing. And then when they got on her, like bailed. Then she yeah. got banned from the cast, but she's a teacher. And then they, went, they had an excursion there. So she had to tell the school that she couldn't go because she's banned and shit. Fuck. What's the high and high Wickham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I met her briefly in it and she seemed nice. And then, yeah, I, I did the raw and then I hadn't, I did a couple of gongs, which were fun. Oh, yeah. And then I hadn't. I haven't you done used to it. Do a lot of the gongs. He kills the gong, yeah. man. He's yeah. King Gong Eel. King Gong. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, gong with a wind, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was yeah. And then they, we had I had the baby though. So in the midst of all of it, yeah, Charlie it was, was born. Crazy so I haven't times. gone back because mm. it was that was March last year, and then I got to open for Delby during comedy or Perth yeah Festival after Fringe. Fringe. I did an yeah, encore cool. show, and yeah, then I haven't sick. done anything yet. I want to get back into it now that Charlie. You know, what it's like Charlie's yeah. at an age mm. now where he's one and a bit. And now I've got sleep back. I'm keen to make it past 8 p.m. Because <laughs> 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 it, it is addictive. Mate, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I just got to write. It's when you, it's like anything. When you start, it's really hard to stop. And when you stop, like now, this is the first time in five years, near, or three or four years, that a weeknight, I haven't left the house at seven. I've been at home mm. for more than a week. Yeah. Because of COVID. And now I'm, I actually feel tired. I feel like yeah. drained just from doing nothing. So as soon as the club, like last night I hosted Tiger King quiz. Yeah. How was that? It was sick. Fucking awesome. Man. <laughs> good. So it good. was like, I was like a little kid. Like I literally said, I'm like, oh my God, it's so good that COVID's over. <laughs> and I was like, ah. How good. So, yeah. like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, hug me. Fuck, we fucked Second it. wave coming to you. Lick this, lick this spoon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fucking awesome fun, man. But, um, yeah, like, I want to see you get back up because that was fucking, it was okay, good. Okay, man. You guys, different, you guys right? are killing it. It is different. It's way because different than MC. MC, you can riff. You don't really need, you don't have a set up punch. You can sort of see what's going on, talk, talk to people. Yep. But when it's stand up, you got your five minutes and you're there. The crowd expect you to do, you know, do some jokes. Yeah. Dance monkey. Mm. You know? And if you don't have sort of an idea, like we caught up quite a few times before he did his raw set, just fine tuning yeah. The idea is going, yeah, we'll go from here, transition here, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And you got to have your set ready. And that's what people don't realize is like people think that you just get up and, and just talk. Yeah. And talk about nothing. And that just doesn't work. No. You, know, they're, you they're, have to have an idea. Unless you're Cole Legacy, the crowd work king, or someone that just loves crowd work. Yeah. But even that takes practice. You're going to eat a bag of dicks for ages before you can get up and not have anything to go with and just riff. Yeah, it's a different, completely different beast. Yeah. Like MCing. That like I would MC in front of the twenty thousand people yeah. at the Wacker, yeah, and then Western Force for the first few games we were like sold out, yeah, not nervous, and you just 
you've got a little bit of a script but you can just riff mm-hmm. yeah talking to crowds and then you go to the comedy lounge and there's 150 people there for a competition and you're more nervous doing that yeah, yeah. You, exactly that it's a different animal it's a hard yeah. thing and i'm not i've never done stand-up like it's you've got to prepare and it's, you see the good guys how tight they are mm. yeah and you can riff but dance monkey for five minutes you can't dance that long without yeah. well coming up with something structure. for them because they get bored don't they yeah i i've emceed fucking countless times and all the west perth functions used to emcee every single one of them uh weddings the lot i'm i understand that emceeing thing it's a lot easier than stand up and Delby was responsible for my first time getting up on stage and Did you get up stand- as well I'm like a pimp yeah, I'm a comedy yeah. pimp you sort guys are in my stable this is my bottom bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sort of did I did it at footy club twice so like footy clubs are a bit different I guess you can sort of get into play get your dick out and you get you a can laugh be a dick out. but um, first one really went well I, I did really well the second one I did well at the start and then flopped towards the end and then I realised stand up is completely different to just working in a room and getting people ready for a bit of fun for the like uh, we would do player reviews at footy it's easy to sort of transition between acts like just talk shit between that Yeah. but yeah actually having punchlines delivering it's, it's a lot harder and um, I, the only reason I stopped is because I started going with this the business Yeah. Um, now that's sort of gotten to the point I'll probably talk to Delhi. Like you probably. blokes are going to come as part of the crew yeah, yeah. let's do it us that. two Pinder, Wolfie yeah. Conway, Cam I'd like to just start sick. just slowly and just do a couple of little five ten minute sets and Dad's United yeah exactly Dad's Dilf. not out <laughs> yeah Dad and Sandler crew Dilf, <laughs> Dilf Club Daddy yeah, cool. yeah, Dilf. Daddy Dilf. cool Daddy and Dilf yeah it'll be a different babysitter's club yeah because yeah. when, when Wolfie was saying man you got to get back up do Raw I mean not do Raw do the Wednesday night is that coming back coming down I'm not sure minutes? I'm not sure we'll definitely do it if you so, do it I'll do it yeah okay yeah, because you guys, you how, how long you, all of you, Wolfie and Pinder, you guys are the dad club, so it's right, man. Ah, motherhood and the dad. Oh the, my god, imagine if you had the fatherhood. The fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would kill. We should have a and special, all, the crash. <laughs> <laughs> have the motherhood and the fatherhood <laughs> yeah. do you an hour. Oh, Pony and everyone, they're all moms. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're called the motherhood. Yeah, have a little daycare right, center out the back, yeah. and parents can bring their kids and just put them in the sleep. Because like the the thing is nice though when you see like that there's all like the <laughs> the general punters that are doing comedy in Perth not the big dogs yeah and there's some people all the trash and you're like <laughs> I can bomb too yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bad like, <laughs> you know what I mean it gives that's you so confidence funny. the thought's usually I can do that when someone's killing but instead it's like no I can bomb as well yeah. like, do you I'll think it's up. something how you train your mind though like I remember I used to always try and be funny I used to try and be the funny guy and then for whatever reason I just sort of stopped for a while and I got serious on this business building experience and I just stopped doing wisecracks all the time and now I find it harder to is it do you think that's like well, mine Bud's, Bud's the king of the wisecrack he's got puns for days and more than me man nah. yeah okay. so, <laughs> pun DMC <laughs> so I love it man yeah but it is hard to do I can't tell because I've noticed I like I noticed specifically with you the more and more comedy you've done the more the easier it seems for you to be able to find a joke within a conversation yeah like whereas furphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you I think mean, that's just because you've sort of trained you? And that's confidence as well. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's weird you say that, bro, because I love being the funny dude. And if I'm somewhere with a group, my aim is to make people laugh. Yeah, I find it. It is to make people laugh, but also that can be annoying. So you got to be really socially aware. Do you yeah. think that's because so, you like being the center of attention? Love it, man. Yeah. And I love I love if we're having a drink, 
and I can do, I can make cunts laugh, yeah. and they go, oh, how good that was fun, that yep. was funny. Mm-hmm. I love that man, but it, it it's a real fine balance because it could be annoying. Yeah, and you see the guys that don't get the hint. Like I've been that guy before, and it's like, all right, got to pull back. Yeah. They're not really feeling it. Like you know, I'll try and give it a give it a rest, but yeah, it's sure. really tough, man. There's some people that are socially just so unaware of how they're being perceived socially. Yeah, yeah. that's why I found a little bit of my run-ins when I was following you around, like at a couple of the places. Uh, a couple of those, like the, the trash, if that's what you want to call it, all the guys. <laughs> no, shit, I just, <laughs> I just had, open, open, open mic. Because yeah, like that could be anyone, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> there were a lot of people that were, you can just feel that they're just trying to be funny all the time and it just seems like, Awkward. So yeah. you and just because they they they're funny people in general, so they think they can do. Well, not even. Yeah, I think they're trying to out funny each other in the green room. It was just felt weird, like uh. forced. But then you see, like the Delbys and the the other guys like Pinder, and they're just normal. And then they go on stage, and they're so naturally funny. And it, that comes across. The crowd pick up on that in the first couple of seconds. Isn't I think. that hilarious? Because oh. the one know. time that Delby's taking me back in the green room in Comedy Lounge. I expected it to be just fucking barrel of laughs and they're just cunts talking. Yeah, <laughs> just, just chatting, like this. Just talking shit like this. No one's trying to fucking set the world on fire or anything. They're just talking. And did you find, like, from your sporting backgrounds, I kind of drew back on that when I was in the green room and it was in raw. There was, like, five people in the room, mm. in a tiny room, and they're all open micers and trying their best. Weird energy. Everyone's preparing differently. They like, you don't know, footy and cricket yeah. before a game. People, Some people want to talk to you. Mm. Others want their own space. Yeah, Others yeah. want to go through their plan. I felt that. like it, it, yeah. People prepare differently, don't Pinder they? Pinder yeah. is like, I remember. Pinder's very um, fucking straight down. So yeah. when he starts before his gigs. Giving him space. You give him a couple of minutes before he's on and he'll be he'll be going through his stuff. Whereas I'll be like, fuck, I've forgotten everything. I've forgotten yeah. everything. I'll like have a laugh and literally I'm like, fuck, I can't remember. Yeah. Then you get up and it's like muscle memory. Just you start talking and then, all right, cool. But when you first start, man, it's I I try to be as accommodating because I remember what it was like when I was starting. I felt so nervous. I didn't know my place. You're in the green room. It was that lazy at the Brisbane. You're like, like, but everyone's just got that weird nervous energy and you got people there that think they're funny, that aren't funny. You got people that you got nothing in common with. Mm. You got dudes that are just like cool people. You got all sorts of walks of life, and everyone's trying to find a common ground. And it's over the years, it's the same stuff. How long have you been doing comedy? Oh yeah, I think I'm gonna go good tonight. Like I've got a few jokes, and what do you think of this? And then it's just all that. Yeah. And you get over it. So I just go, look, yeah, man, look, you're looking great. Just go out there, give it your best. Mm. And I try cut it because I hate it. Whereas you see at the lounge, the boys yeah. will be backstage like this. When going, it's a lounge, know, it's how's a footy, fucking da da. And not all comics watch footy, but like if it's me, Conway, yeah, Cam McLaren, we'll be talking about the footy or whatever. And if it's not, it's just normal combo. And, and it's so real strange. Do some of them prepare like differently? Do you see some of them like to, like what does Pinder prepare? Pinder prepares differently. Wolfie. He'll go, ah, fuck, man. They're going to hate me. I can feel it. Ah, I'm going to fucking bong. Ah, they're going to hate me. I know it. Ah, hey, fuck, I don't up. care. Last, I don't care. Last time I came to with you to the lounge to see him, he rocked up fucking two... He was meant to be first on, and then he rocked up like two minutes before the last act and just went back on and headlined instead and just fucking walked in, looked frazzled, yeah. fucking killed, and then came back out with a fucking export can. He's like, fucking... Ah! Yeah. So <laughs> he, he, he's sort of like... He knows what he's doing. He's very... Yeah. Even though he's quite intense, he he's very um, he's almost like a Jordan of comedy where he wants it to be perfect, mm. so he knows his stuff, man. Mm. Um, and he's and and that's probably his way of psyching himself up. Yes, but 
getting so how ready. Because you, uh, you're so relaxed, you, you just kind of chill, hey? Yeah, I'll chill. Do you have, I'll, a, I'll do you have a, a quiet moment to yourself or do you... I'll write like my set list in my phone if I've already got it. Because my theory is if you're getting paid to do comedy, you shouldn't be worrying before you go up, what am I going to do? Yeah, right? If you're getting paid to perform, you should know your stuff. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So I'll think, I'll judge the night, I'll suss the night out. If I've heard something and it relates to one of my jokes, I'll, I'll just jot that down. And I'll put a little set list together if I'm going to change the order up. And that's it. Because I know my stuff. I've mm. tried it out. So once I start talking, then I go from there. I, I don't stress. Sometimes I feel a bit nervous. Like, man, it's been hard. Like, I'm going to fucking bomb. But as soon as your first joke hits, it's muscle memory. So I don't really stress before I get up. When you know. get that first laugh, it's, it's the best. It's, you know you're set. <laughs> yeah. It's that, that first bit. It's so it? important, man. It's yeah. like going and Starting out. early, it's obviously not the key. It's not the only way to start, but you yeah. get that early laugh, people. Yeah. It's like getting an f- early touch in footy. Yeah, or, sets I don't the know, the perfect at cricket. Everyone, because even the crowd, they're like, all right, they is, trust this, you. is this guy going to be funny? And then if Bang. first fucking two minutes aren't funny, they're starting to go, what the fuck? Is this yeah. guy actually good? You I fight your laugh. That's where comedy is so hard, and I'll take my hat off to all you guys and girls that have been doing it for so long, because it is, you don't know what crowd's going to rock up. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, the come up seems to be the hardest because the audience is a smorgasbord. Whereas mm. if you make it, you know the audience is tailored towards your comedy. You. Oh, yeah. I think but like, you don't know what you get. You could. I've seen at the lounge. I'm like laughing in the back with you. <laughs> yeah. And like, and get nothing. Then the guy up on stage is getting nothing. I'm like that's funny. Yeah. Like, and then some guy is honking <laughs> and, he's, and he, everyone's losing it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so what? true. It's just the way it is. I mate. had yeah. this chat with Cam McLaren at your party the other night, and I feel like I know how to make uh, comedians laugh but I don't know if I'd be very good at making an audience laugh. I feel like, because I can make Cam laugh, I can make Delby laugh, I can make Wolfie and Pinder laugh, but if I was in a crowd, of, in front of a crowd of 30 or 40 people, just randoms, I don't know if they'd get my humour. Is, is that the whole art? Yeah. Is it? Like, is that it depends, why? Because, because you there's no universal tailor. funny, man. Yeah, that's... No, it's, so it's like, yeah. If I see an older crowd, I'll do my teacher stuff, because they've all gone to school, yeah, okay. or I'll do my relationship stuff. So you assess it when you... Yes. Get to the venue and see what's yep. going on. Yeah, so I know what my set. But if I see it's a younger crowd, I'll do my, my single stuff, my dating stuff, and my Instagram, my social media stuff. Yeah. So I do tailor it that way. So yeah, the key cool. is to write a lot to have yeah. option B. because if C, you are like yeah, us and would just go up with like five minutes set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's well, all I've got. <laughs> well, I did that when I opened for Delby. It was like all girls. Yeah. All like backpacker Spanish girls chasing Delby. That's his fucking show. And, then, and, then, <laughs> and there wasn't many guys and there wasn't many like crew that would be like us. And it was a completely different crowd that what was at the comedy lounge. So that was a like, much, much harder set because yeah. the jokes were more angled towards probably riffing on like poverty and smack talk like like smack talk about like dodgy suburbs and then yeah like what guys go through when they're going through fatherhood like that first time yeah, yeah. so there's no relation with the, the women they're probably like fuck it's way harder being a woman throwing rocks at me what scared me the other day was um and i think it was was it jace or i can't remember if it was our last podcast or what podcast before talking about oh, i was with pinder and wolfie and talking about like stealing other people's bits yeah. And people can do it by accident. And I'd be almost nervous, especially like fatherhood stuff. That seems like such a common theme. But I think thought of so many bits in my head about fatherhood. And I'm like, well, fuck, if, it's, if I'm thinking of it easily, yeah, it's got to be done. It's got to have been done, doesn't it? But, but it doesn't mean you stole it. There's just so many similar premises. Mm. And, dude, it's 2020. People have been doing comedy forever mm. since we started learning to talk. There's 
they reckon like Kermit Clarence says, there's, there's no new premise. No. Everything's been done. Yeah. Everything's been done. Yeah. So the only things that are ever really or haven't been done are stories that have happened to you, if you can relate that. Yeah. But all the bits you think of, they've been done, but that's fine because it's your... Maybe slightly your different wording yeah. and takes, and but in, gen- in general, yeah, your experience, yeah, yeah. aren't they? And like, as long as it's not word for word, like plagiarized yeah. like yeah. from someone else, they can pull the footage up. Carlos Because you don't like... I'm on the same. Like you write things down, you go, oh, surely that's been done, but you're mm. being authentic about it and you're like, well, yeah, it is 2020, everything's been done and you're just, you're being original about it. Yeah. You think you are. Yeah. That's all you can do, can't you? Yeah. All you got to do. And then if someone calls you out on it, and it the, the worst thing is like, if you, if you know it's your bit and then they'll go, look, man, Daniel Tosh, he's got this. Yeah. And you, then you got to go, fuck, well, that means everyone's seen it. So yeah. even though you've thought of it, it's not a stolen bit, but you can't do it. Yeah, because people go, oh, that's Daniel, Daniel Tosh. Tosh yeah, like I had an idea where um, I was with some soccer boys, and I, and I was like, man, the Chelsea have a backup goalkeeper to their keeper, and they're like, yeah, I go, how much do you get paid? And they're like, man, the Chelsea's third goalkeeper never gets a game, gets paid five hundred thousand pound a year. <laughs> so I was like, man, that's the original job keeper payment. <laughs> so he was just chilling, and yeah. then I sold that to Cam McLaren. I go, is this would this work as a bit? And he goes, that's Daniel Tosh's bit. I go, what do you mean? So I looked it up and he talked about the Brett Favre, the quarterback. Yeah. Why should he retire? And then everyone's like, oh, he retired. But then he goes, have you seen how much the backup quarterback gets paid? Yeah. Gets paid like 18 mil. And and he doesn't even play. And then there's a backup to the backup that gets paid 12 mil. And there's a backup to the backup to the backup that gets paid 10. Then there's the training squad where you train and you get paid 1.2 mil. Why wouldn't you? He's like, never retire. Yeah. Just keep playing. Just keep being a backup. Yeah. We'll keep not playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but see, but that's coming from an authentic place. So you didn't know that. No, so not you can at all. still run with that, can't you? Well, I mean, because it's current and it's and it's a different. It's the same premise, just with a different thing. It's JobKeeper. It's a COVID. Yeah. But also, you, you don't want to do COVID because there's going to be so many. COVID oh, I have, was there some of that already when you edited your first night? No, what well, was me, Matt, and Cam? So we didn't. Oh, yeah. We tried not too much to hit on it because. It's so weird, man. Like, if something's funny, it's funny. But there's a I know I've never really got it until recent. Like a hack premise. I I never care about having a hack premise if it's funny. Like Pinder says, if it's funny, I don't care if it's hack. Yeah. But you just know that when we come back, it's gonna be COVID jokes. Everyone's gonna have COVID jokes. Low hanging. What, and it's low hanging fruit. And what's a hack? What, what what would be some hack examples? Just something that's like easy or cheesy. Easy so cheesy I, COVID jokes. Yeah, just like oh, you know, like I thought of a joke as like. Man, like this one and a half meter rule. Now the girls actually have an excuse legally not to come near me. Like that's pretty hack, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's so easy that it's hacky. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it'll it's still work. Funny Do you think though, a lot yeah. of comedians just start that way and just build up confidence yeah. from there? Like, hundred percent. Do you? I mean, I the can't. best joke writer I think is is Sean Conway. His writing and his the way he thinks of stuff is fantastic. Do you ro- do you specifically write them down or do you just? Get them in your head. I put them as the as what my um, thought process is. Yeah. So if it was like uh, the JobKeeper one, I'd just write JobKeeper as yeah. the joke. Yeah. And then I because I'm a big, I hate when you tell when you can tell. Did you know that the goalkeeper for yes. Chelsea gets yeah. paid yeah. five hundred thousand pounds? Five hundred thousand pounds, and you know it's like word for word as they've written it. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. And so. you then. Whereas if you just generally know how you want to word the bit yeah. and say, and then, if, if and then after you enough find times... It, you find where it is. Yeah. So, because I, I saw a bit that I did five, four years ago, popped up and it was like, 
this Shapiro challenge where they give you a topic and you get half an hour and you got to come back and do jokes on the topic. Mm-hmm. And I still got jokes from that in my set now, but from the way it was to what it is now, it's so refined and so fucking clean. Yeah. Like the um, ISIS, here comes the airplane. Yeah. Um, that was from that challenge. <laughs> do you? Th- and now it's super clean. Do you think um, you'll get rid of stuff like your freestyle? I don't think so. I, because I, I went through a big, different. I went through a big thing with that where I didn't know if it was hack. Doing like, a freestyle? Yeah. It's clever. Because it's improv. Because you're good. Yeah. If you were just... It was horrible. If you were just rhyming. Yeah. <laughs> and know? the thing was, like, I was like, is that comedy? Then I would let people's opinion affect me, like, especially in comedy comps, which is shit. Like, yeah. Comedy comps are fucked because no one's actually better than anyone. Everyone's just different. Yeah. But also, like, I'd feel like less I'd feel lesser of a comic because I would freestyle and other mm. comics or they're not open micers would be like oh that's not fair you're just gonna freestyle and win I'm like well you fucking do it yeah and then I was like fuck this like alright I'll just do my comedy and then I still got through so I was like fuck you yeah. <laughs> and I did a freestyle and I got through so fucking eat a dick yeah but I don't like that side of things and, and I, I've always felt insecure but then guys like Conway and Cam they and Pindar and Wolfie I'm like, no, nah, man, it's fucking sick. You do it and you kill it and it's funny, so keep it because that's, that's, that's your thing. And it like, is you so said before, good, it's what puts And it's apart. different You're, every cr- time. Where did I watch you? At, was it at where the Comedy Lounge? Comedy me and Leash went, you yeah. crushed that night. D- uh, yeah. Burnsy, my best mate, and seen you that night. For I think that was special. the same night. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. And you were like, I've seen you a few times now and yeah. that, your freestyles, like, your comedy's funny as it is, but the freestyle makes people at the end they're happy. Yeah, <laughs> like they people are like laughing and going, "Fuck, that was really good," and that's yeah, what yeah. they're for. Hey, like, yeah, because it's on the spot. They, you don't know what words you're getting. Yeah, and and you cannot not appreciate that because yeah. you like could me. bomb doing that. But even then, it's funny. It's like a win-win. Like because yeah. people go, "Oh, at least if you're like fucking, I tried." Yeah. But you've never bombed. Yeah. And I just think I've seen around the room. It just brings this different energy to the room. Yeah. And that's why I you could go it. see comedians versus rappers. Every every time, if you could see it, fucking every night for Fringe. Yeah, I need and to see it. Be a I different show. It. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, man. Like I know that's is that Shin's show, yeah. and I know he, I think he said it was sort of based on another yeah, show, Wild and Out. But regardless, it's a fucking killer. Yeah, it, it's every single time I've seen. I've seen I've seen it three times, and one time I filmed it for you. Yeah, and fucking kills yeah. everyone someone kills somewhere it's and they'll be actually has done very well when I've seen it but. the thing is it's um th- with comics as well you got your comics and then there's improv and then people are like oh improv like give me a time give me a place <laughs> me give me a person <laughs> you know so calm down the whole thing with the improv that's where it's kind of like yeah but 9-11 yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not easy yeah slam but that but comedy poetry <laughs> when Rogan I think Rogan sums it up well with the comedy when he speaks about how it's like comedy is up to the individual like it's just labeled as comedy yeah but everyone's got like music everyone's got different it's genre just, taste yeah, yeah. i really think that's a good way of categorizing it because comedians have a hard time in terms of yeah i want to go see some comedy but the comedy you might be seen might not be the genre you like yeah yeah and then they go with their shit but it's yeah, so like it's uh, a, yeah. your, your opinion they're actually good do yeah. you think if you were to see were to see a, a like a comedian they play the guitar like you've um done yeah, this, I don't know if you st- don't still do that. I haven't done it. I might bring it back, but but do you think that like 
set songs, not what you're doing with yeah. the improv. Do you think set songs? Do you think that's cheating? Do you think that's? Well, I don't think anything's cheating. If someone's funny, it's funny. It's I saw a funny. dude read a read a kids book. <laughs> read a kids book. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dude read a like, kids Jesus. book, and it was hell funny, man. Mm. You know, or I've seen somebody not talk, like Mickey J. Have you seen Mickey J? Yeah, the guy that did the robot dance. Yeah, in the so he does like funny. music <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like non-verbal stuff, and that's funny. Yeah, you know. And then you've got Sons of Fred who do fucking hell funny musical comedy. So I just don't like characters. I that's think it, it just has to be. That's dumb where up. I fucking yeah. I draw the line dressing up. Yeah, I'm not except I, for Chopper. Yeah, Chopper's quite funny, man. That has an expiry date though, don't you reckon? Yeah, he died. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I, yeah, Chopper. Yeah. He is funny, yeah. but it's it's. Again, it still cheapens it because he's taking on someone who's already funny. He's just basic. It feels yeah. like he's doing an impression of someone that's already funny. But you're right. He's actually some of the jokes that he does are great, and it sucks because those jokes probably wouldn't work as well. Does he get angry when he chopper? Because he's he is also he does his own stuff where Keith he's not. Franklin, yeah, yeah. And so does I, he always get asked? I to haven't just, seen him um, do stuff as I met him a couple of times. Real nice guy. Real just normal. Yeah, completely normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't seen what he's like off. With outside of Chopper, and fr- my mates told me um, that knowing that it can be get quite frustrating because if you want to do your own, all of a sudden everyone's like, ah, bring back Chopper or like do yeah. your Chopper bit, which would be pretty frustrating. I mean, I can't speak for him, but I would feel frustrated yeah. if I had Pigeon. So, so something so successful, and Pigeon then if you hole. wanted to do, no, I'm Daniel Delby, and then if it wasn't on par, or it, it can never be on par because people are going to just. Yeah, you know, that would suck. Oh, like when bands like have a song that's like a one-hit wonder, but they've got other good songs, songs and they, yeah, they yeah. learn new stuff. They go sing "Born of the USA." Yeah, yeah, well, like Radiohead when they came to Perth last time, didn't play "Creep." Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them don't do that. Yeah, yeah boy, that what, like people who just know that one song, you're well, not there to see the band, are you? They yeah. see that one song, and yeah. not really a thing. Mm. But um, yeah, but I think you're right, man. If if they're laughing, they're laughing. There's no everyone's got a different angle yeah. and view. They do their comedy. I think that's what makes comedy is so enjoyable because it should be from that individual's view and thoughts and whatever they may be then fucking run with it nothing work. you can pick up when people are trying to be someone they're not yeah mm. that's authenticity I never try to be someone I'm not on stage I'll, I'll heighten parts of my character yeah like I'm not a, I'm not dumb but I'll if it helps my act yeah I can act like a dumb cunt like oh fuck what the hell oh, I didn't know what that meant and then you can run with it yeah but I'll never like be insincere man like I just don't think it translates well. People can tell when you're not, yeah. when it's not real. Yeah. And dragon comedy is sometimes it doesn't get the value it deserves when it's on a special on Netflix rather than being there in yeah. person. It's it's hard, yeah, hey. Bro. Comedy on TV is it just cheapens it like if nothing will compare to going to a live show. Yeah. If you watch a set lo- on TV, or you watch a set live, it's so different. You, you know, know energy I'm, in the room; it's palpable. You can actually. There's feel someone it. who I. Th- think that it's again it definitely wouldn't compare to a being being there like in person but Chappelle he one of his recent yeah, ones quite, like it was real intimate he could have done a fucking stadium the, the bird one <laughs> I don't know which one it was where he tells a story about the pimp and the bottom bitch yeah I think so yeah. and he's in a room of like fucking 45 people oh yeah that was wasn't that in the um was that in one of the rooms at Comedy Lounge in the basement or not the uh, st- store the store, oh, the comedy the comedy store. Belly, room. Belly, belly room yeah. Yeah. just felt actually you know just Intimate. got some people just smoking some fucking cigars and shit and talking yeah. shit and his mum was in the crowd and they were just it just felt a little more intimate and mm. I actually preferred that over 
anything I think I've seen in stand up. Yeah. And Chappelle's fucking number one anyway. Like, there's no yeah. fucking him and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, their specials are like insane. Yeah. Carl Barron's is quite relatable as well. It was pretty funny. Yeah, the wife likes Carl Barron, but I feel like, and I can say it, but I fucking don't do. It. I just feel like he does. Uh, what, what would, what's the word? Broad comedy. Yeah, but, but I mean, as a, in terms of a viewing thing, it fucking it's, works. It's funny to watch. Yeah, fucking Carl like yeah. on TV, like on a screen, as opposed to being live like that. Yeah. That's something that's worked. Even just when he comes out and he says, "How you going?" Yeah. He gets yeah. laughed just Kills saying, it. "How you going?" Like I'll, I like, yeah, I'll, I'm with you. I like Chappelle's humor is like more down my sort smart. of appreciation. And Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais, I like both of them. I fucking like Ricky Gervais because he's genuinely smart. Yeah, and some of his quips are just like you're like, if you're not onto it, you fucking miss that. Yeah. But, Ten people in the crowd are laughing. That's my comedy right like, there, boy. <laughs> yeah. I like how he he says how like he lived a life till he was forty before he made it. Mm. So he he has so many stories to draw back on because he actually lived a normal life. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't famous from being eighteen years old, fifteen years old. Yeah, and he and he kind of always stuck to that sort of view, didn't he? He wants to be the person that's like in the lounge room ragging out the famous people on TV. Yeah, he comes from that angle. He fucking destroyed he it, well. it at the Oscars or the Academy Awards yeah. when he just fucking killed everyone <laughs> he roasted the elite and yeah. like Epstein didn't kill himself fucking the lot he yeah. just yeah yeah I like, loved it I always go to sleep listen to him and Carl Pilkington man I find Carl Pilkington so fucking funny yeah He's, He's so good in his so shows. Funny, bro. Oh, what do you, I was going to say? You go to sleep to it, like yeah. as in you love you love it that much. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you brush I, your teeth to it. No, no, I put it on <laughs> on play on my on YouTube because yeah. they're like three hour long they're yeah, podcasts. Yeah. yeah, and they're just so funny that mate Pilkington is just fucking for ages. epic. If you need a piss or anything like that. that Oh, let's do a little bit of let's up the mood. Let's do some fake news, eh? Yeah, fuck. We've been going for a while. We'll do how many. Uh, how many uh, stories you well, want? Any to... stories that have that have tickled your fancy? I think like something that's jumped out. Uh, so with the fake news, we we try and just do uh, what the story is, and we just do fuck. Who gives a fuck? What's yeah. it mean to us? What's it mean to Australia? Then uh, who do we wish it happened to? Usually, and then um, what's the moral <laughs> of the story? So I'll go off your lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you will go. Uh, so you modern modern news. So like, Branchy or, loves. It's all like the polls, but like uncut. Yeah, they can actually talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Branchy right. loves all the politics side of stuff. I just love the weird weird things. Yeah, so we'll go with a weird one. All right. Um. So <laughs> first story that we're going to cover here: man thirty baffles doctors after X-ray scans find a sixty-one centimeter phone charger in a man's bladder. Fuck, eh? Uh, X-ray scans showed that the entangled lead was inside the unnamed patient's bladder. Thirty-year-old said to have had a history of accidental ingestion of headphones. <laughs> what the fuck? I Am I doing this. this podcast right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Do my own headphones yeah. go in my mouth? <laughs> yeah. uh, he visited doctors complaining of abdomen uh, problems, and then yeah, see the photo there. He's got the fucking phone charger. Phone charger. Uh, yeah, I read this one. This is great. So, yeah, they're like, he's got a history of, of, of uh, eating shit. <laughs> yep. Eating or having things inside him. Why? Who uh, is he, Pac-Man? Well, you know how... <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you, know how, you know how sometimes dudes put things in their ass and they don't tell the doctor? Yeah. The gerbil, Richard Gere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and there was a guy, I read a great story. There was a guy who presented to emergency with a um, mm. a bottle in his ass and he, he made the story up that he was climbing the drain pipe at his house <laughs> because he locked himself out. It was a ketchup bottle. And as he fell, he <laughs> fell perfectly onto the ketchup bottle. And the doctor was like, that was a great story, but 
why was there a condom on the ketchup bottle <laughs> like before it? But what happened with this guy? They found out he didn't tell the doctors and they're looking through all, they do all this surgery and shit. And eventually he admitted that he'd shoved it through his urethra. Mm. This dude? Yeah. yeah 60, so 60 centimeters of sexual gratification. Yeah. What fuck the yeah. fuck? So, Ugh, who a gives a so, fuck? What does that mean? Like, uh, what does that mean to us? I couldn't give a fuck. Would you ever put a charging cable up your knob? Why a charging cable? Fuck, well, man. Maybe a Q-tip. It's softer. Shock on your cock. <laughs> I don't think I'd put anything up there, but a Q-tip would be the only thing I think that would seem soft. Why a fucking... A, a 60 centimetre charger. It's quite It's quite wide at the, at the berth as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... Can you imagine, like, he's doing it, right? What's the point of pleasure? Because he's got 60 centimetres in. Surely you go, right, I'll leave a little bit for me to pull some out. And he can't even call triple zero if his battery goes flat. Because it's it's charging. (laughs) If you're going to do that, you might as well just get the 5210 out. It's it's in his bladder. So there's not even like I've swallowed it. I've I've shoved it it up my dick. But he didn't leave himself a a, a bit to pull it back out. Even He must have been loving it that much where he's just gone... Oh, it's worth it. Fuck it. How do you, <laughs> how do you thread it in, though? With great difficulty. Fuck. He must have been steady. Well, like oh, it, he's loose. In the picture, it looks like the end's been taken off. So it's just wire. Oh, my God. So then there's Fuck. raw wire, like, scraping the barrel. It's like she oh. makes my dick hurt now. You I know when... Um, oh, I've had a kidney stone before. You know the saying... It's the worst <laughs> fucking thing, that. A kidney tops. phone, eh? Yeah. <laughs> a kidney phone? <laughs> it's worse, bro. <laughs> kidney <laughs> phone. You know when um, there's... Uh, when the, the docking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's oh. literally docking with a charger. Okay, so <laughs> he's docking with a charger. It's an iPhone. Explain dock. what docking is. I know what docking is. Explain so for when the people it, at when home. two dudes put their dicks together and uh, wrap their foreskin over <laughs> the other one, they're docked. Like <laughs> coming into bed, it's, it's docked. I know what it so, is. Yeah, I've partaken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> West Perth. <Perfect. laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah so something like that. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Do we give a fuck? Oh, look, you go, bud. What does it mean to you? Fuck, I wouldn't mind seeing it, like, actually go down, because I don't know how he actually threaded it all the way in. Imagine with the finishing bit, like, a couple, like, last bit that it went through the pee hole. That's yeah. when you'd have that moment of regret. Like, yeah, oh, like, fuck, <laughs> what have I done? Would you, like, push? Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> like, oh. Imagine just taking a piss, and then you start, that's, got an Indian snake charmer, just, <laughs> just fucking <laughs> yeah, but, it out of you. No, but it's gone, it's gone in. In, Like, yeah. even, it's gone in, in. And he didn't, he didn't tell the doctor. Like, wouldn't you just go, look, man, I fucked up. It's in your like, bladder, mate. It it's not yeah. in your he did stomach. All these, he did all, they got all these other surgeries before <laughs> he did it. So, oh, my God. But it reminds me of a funny story, man. When I was 14, like, this is before sex ed <laughs> and stuff. You put a phone uh, charger up your dick? No, nah, it was a um, VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> I Tension. fell on it after I climbed <laughs> up a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it reminds me of a, a guy I used to play footy with. Now, he was from Balladura, so he did, he did a lot more early than me, like father, children and stuff. Um, and like sexually, like everything. RS? So 14. Hey? RS no, initials? No, no, no. no. Oh. And uh, he told me like he got gonorrhea off. Like, he didn't know what it was. So this is really innocent. And he goes, man, I was at school and then I just started pissing. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so he went to the doctor. It wasn't piss. It was like pus. Ugh. And for them That's to- That's what the Kiwis say, it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fucking pus, <laughs> <laughs> so he had to um, get a the doctor back then there was no tablet for gonorrhea mm. and he was telling me what they had to do was put it was like a toothbrush on the end of a Q-tip but all hard bristles like imagine a toilet brush but mm-hmm. miniaturized 
and the doctor had to put it in his urethra and literally oh. scrape it out, man. So in and out and just fucking scrape it and pull it out. Uh. So maybe that guy had a real bad case of gonorrhea and was just trying to, trying to pull it out. Fucking hell. Nah. I wonder if you could get it through the pee hole and then out of it. Floss. <laughs> floss. It's, it's a 2020 floss. <laughs> oh. oh, that's fucking good. That'd be that a good is shirt. <laughs> just flossing. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, okay. That's... Who do we wish that happened to? Who deserves a charger in the pee hole? Uh, Pell. Cardinal George Pell, Cardinal George Peel. Yeah. But he's Peel. not guilty. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got yeah. off, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, so Literally. what was it? You know who else got off? The guy with the charger <laughs> in his dick. Yeah, yeah. He was loving it. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking horrendous. Fuck, who would I go? I'd go. I oh, don't know, one person, 100%. I'd go, I'd go the cop that did the George Floyd thing. Oi, Oi Black Lives Matter. You charge him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, classic. Who'd you go? I'd go um, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Harvey. So Harvey wind up his... He'd get off on it though, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd love that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. If he wanted the roll bad enough. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? He just he just hits up Everything, girls yeah. to... And, and guys? Jerked off or on just, girls yeah. and fucking yeah, forced them to have fuck. sex with him for movie for roles. Movie roles guys as well, I reckon. Did really? Oh, I don't know. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, who gives a fuck? Uh, and then, um, pun. what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story, yeah. yeah. We don't do the pun. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Don't put a fucking charger up your dick. Um, that's as simple as it is. I think the moral is tell a doctor when you fuck up. <laughs> Dolly yeah. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Doctor. Yes, you know, that would be something that would get written in. Yeah. Why did you use the, the Insta handle Dolly Doctor? Just because we, when we were like in high school, we used to write in the Dolly Doctor as a did fake you? girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we just thought it was like... So he writes thing. in, my friend said we he just had write, gonorrhea. Yeah. And they used to... Uh, <laughs> just writing in for a friend. My boyfriend got his charger up his pee hole. <laughs> it was a Nokia 3210. <laughs> Should I break up with him or is that kinky? <laughs> What, what sort of back, stuff? What Lisa Sorrento. <laughs> Did you get anything published? No. Nah, oh. nah, but um, one of the boys from St. Mark's got, got something published. Oh, yeah? It was ridiculous. What was it? It was just like about having sex with... Was it real? Period, or period. No, he wrote like the most elaborate story. And he had a fake MySpace account as well. Yeah. And it was so funny. Like classic, <laughs> like basic bitch kind of one. Oh. And it was about him having sex on his period with the boyfriend. Oh, and no. it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was down at Hillary's boat around like Marina. And yeah. it was just like... Really well written. What, just worried sharks are coming or like just something dumb or was it like a full no, series? No, it was like, um, like what, do I, what do I do? Like, am I now a woman or have I lost? Like, it was just like <laughs> oh the funniest. How old is this? 15? 15, yeah. It was like year 10 or 11. <laughs> that we makes used to write. Think, imagine if always, every letter for the doctor was just dudes. <laughs> just we used write. to always write. Yeah, it would have been that. <laughs> None of them are from chips. <laughs> it was us. They're all just guys coming. Year 11. So like, <laughs> yeah. We, and it, yeah, I'll never forget that. I wonder if he's still got a copy of that. Fuck. He was so funny. He is so funny. And if you do have any questions, Dolly Doctor on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will answer. Will answer. But it was just like so ridiculous. The name's so stupid. Yeah. And the whole so I was like, you're wrong with that. Sick. How good. Where uh, was that? What country was that? Uh Kingsley, yeah, Perth. It, was India. <laughs> yeah. it says India. India. I think it was India. Yeah. It's a bootleg charger too. It's probably not, <laughs> it's not even a proper it's, brand. It's not good quality. It was no not. It, went up. Yeah, yeah. it was black. It was. It was well. It was probably white when it went in. Was those ones you can get from like IGA for like four bucks? Well, you know the black ones are bigger, mate. So <laughs> yeah. that's why he did it. He goes, I don't want an iPhone charger. Give me that Samsung Android, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's one that uh, Delby actually wanted to do. Uh, 
a man puts a 30 <laughs> a 30-year-old man puts a charger up his penis. No, a <laughs> Rocky Mountain treasure chest. 1.4 oh, million dollars worth of gold jewels found in the US. So there was uh, a bronze chest filled with gold jewels and valuables um, somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And according to uh, Framed Antiquities, someone's found it. It was yeah. a treasure hunt, wasn't so, it? Yeah, so basically there's this hell rich dude and he used to love going um, like hiking and mountaining. So he started his own... Mountaining. Um, is that a thing? Mountaineering. 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 Yep. Mountaining is just when you're fucking <laughs> on Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, he wanted people to get in the outdoors. So he, he hid a treasure chest with uh, 1.4 mil, but each year he would add more. So like started at a million dollars worth of um, jewels and stuff. And he wrote a poem that was 28 lines, a 28 word poem. With, with with clues on where it was. Mm. Do we have this? So poem that was ten in here? years ago. No, it wasn't. It was ten years ago. I want to find this. And then poem. people were trying to find where he stashed this thing. Four people died trying to find it. There's oh. there been something like, I think five thousand or fifty thousand people had tried to find it, didn't find it, and then finally, like, it got found and it's been verified. It weighed two hundred kilos, and the guy really, yeah, the guy bought it in himself in in shifts and added to it. And then, yeah, so for like the last 10 years, people have been looking for it, which I thought was so sick. When I first read that story, I was like, that'd be so, so killer. To, yeah, dude. Sounds like the real life Monopoly man or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jumanji or some shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. So he buried a treasure chest and people went out. Well, he hid it somewhere yeah. in, in this like wilderness. That's a movie. It's, yeah, 100%. Four people died. Yeah. <laughs> That's heavy. Yeah. But I don't think he cares. No. Nah. He just was like, I wanted people to get out back into nature. So. Maybe that's what that guy was doing with the iPhone charger. <laughs> Just, He's going to leave clues. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? Do you want me to read the poem? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Yellow River. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Okay. As I have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I keep my secret where and bint of rich and, a, and hint and hint of riches new and old. Begin at warm waters halt. And take in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk, but in below the home of Brown. Oh, mm. that's in his bum. That sounds like a this bit does of sound like iPhone charges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there, it's no place for the meek. The end is drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Fust. Just a charger in your jet tire. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Plus heavy loads, water's high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, you'll quickly down your quest to seize. But Terry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. Hey, leave the gaze out of this, mate. <laughs> yeah. So why is it that I must go and leave the trove for all to seek? The answer I already know. I've done it tired and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Tour effort will be worth the cold if you're brave. And in the wood, I'll give you the title of the gold. Nice. Mm. So it's a full riddle. Yeah. Full riddle. But a real life on So it looks like the first four little paragraphs are basically... Directions. Directions. And then you've found it. Yeah. So How gnarly must have been if four people died? Where was this thing? Like... Oh, it was just, it Rocky was in our, mountains. no, it was in Great. Balga Cash Converse. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss Maud's. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I don't know, man. Like, who gives a fuck? I just love that kind of sense that's of cool. adventure. I think that'd be so dope. It's that's like, a movie. It's yeah. like Nick, it sounds like something Nicolas Cage would be in. Yeah. Yeah. Genuine. Like, tre- like what's it called? Oh. That National Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah. Is that yeah. Tom Hanks? You know Hanks they're making uh, Nick Cage. They're yeah. making a third as well. I'll, oh. be, I'll go to the cinema. I want Face Off it. too, man. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like fucking... Anything with Nick Cage. <laughs> Scully. And I want to take the his, back of the yeah. head now. I want to take his face off. Oh. <laughs> um, Con Air, man. Remember Con Air? Oh, mate. He's been That's great. Yeah. So good. Steve Belink, Bushimi and that, playing with a girl. That yeah. was freaky, man. Oh. Yeah. And Cyrus the Virus. Hey? Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. What the Barney. Early Corona. Back in the box. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what is it? Uh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. I wanted Fucking to go sick. to it, man. That'd be great for tourism. They should just say that here and be like, "Oh, we we're just talking about Kalgoorlie." Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a gold fuck mine. it. Someone should just <laughs> Twiggy Forest could do this easy. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. He fuck. could just Put plant it. heaps of them all around. That get with people traveling through WA. Yeah, but it would have to be more something small, like because there's not much crazy wilderness like that, you know. Was that like, up like uh, no, no, Adam Greentree? Fucking some of that wilderness I see yeah. him fucking floating about in. That's that be crazy. Sick. Up like Kununurra way. Yeah, or like there's yeah. some shit up there. Well, they do. Um, you know what I th- I wanted to get into, but it's just too nerdy. Is that geo geo tagging or geolocation thing? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that? There's like it's like a little um, all around. There's like USBs hidden mm. throughout everywhere, all over the world. And it's geotagged, and, and you, when you find them, yeah, there's clues to like the next one, and it's just like almost like a scavenger hunt. Oh, really? Like, yeah, well, okay, amazing yeah. race kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like just normal people. There's no prize or anything. People just do it. Like <laughs> what are you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> Yourself? Yeah, <laughs> just trying to find myself. Go deeper. Yeah. So you're looking for nothing? Nah, but it's like just challenges to find. Uh, okay. But I love that shit. I love escape rooms. And yeah. I love all that shit. You know, nice. fucking Fritzl's dungeon and all that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. well, growing up in Wanneroo, that was like one big escape room anyway, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, bro, escape <laughs> You got out too, bro. You won. <laughs> <laughs> we got out. Yeah. Oh, you Wanneroo as well. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, two Wanneroo of the most high. dangerous men. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you've made it. Kingsley, 602. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm don't worry about that. There's a two-story house on this street. You know Mate, you've made it. I had to escape my neighbour. It was fucking... Oh, yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. Really? Like... Who do we wish this? Ha- I guess it's not neighbor. really. It doesn't really fit in with our fake news. I just thought I hope it happens story. to us. We yeah. get rich. Yeah. Us. A moral of story. Um, Be good at English. Fucking have a crack. Listen to haikus. Just yeah. fucking do shit. Yeah. Just get out there and have a crack. Yeah. That's that's look. Even if they don't find it. How fucking fun would it be going on a treasure hunt? Knowing you killed four people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be Nick Cage. Fuck. That's <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah, cool. Um, all well, right. What was your one that you wanted to do? Uh, you always love your politics. Are you into your are US you po- politics? Uh, no, nah, but I can be. It's, it's pretty hard not to be at the moment. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I'm not a Trump supporter, and people who listen to this podcast probably think I'm a Trump supporter. I am not a Trump supporter. Whereas I am. I am a... <laughs> I am a... Anyone who does anything fucked up is fucked up. Supporter. But I don't like... <laughs> I don't... Whatever that was going, uh, hey. I don't like anything that... I don't like it how people just specifically point to Trump as a problem uh, or the, the, the reason for a problem when yeah. it's totally a distraction to what is actually happening. And sometimes he is the fucking cause of certain problems. But some, not, I reckon almost nine times out of ten, people just want to blame him. And this is a perfect example. I'll... Um, I'll put this, I'll find, so his actual tweet, now I'm looking on this, His someone tweeted the other day, and I'll read it, and this went viral, 
Trump suggests like that, and you might have seen this. Trump suggests that George Floyd would be happy about the job numbers. Hopefully, George, and this is quote. Hopefully, George is looking down right now, saying this is a great thing happening to our country and a great day for him, great day for everybody. You know how I know that was Trump because he used the same word adjective three times. <laughs> yeah. A great, great day for him, great, great things, and great triumph. Yeah. So I knew him very well. Now, very well. Very well. Nobody knew him better than I knew him. <laughs> yeah, now this yeah. guy, Pete Peter Baker, he said that like he suggests he would be looking down, happy about job issues, yeah. and then that went fucking everywhere. That is the stupidest thing. That you could say, ever. Yeah. And so this is exactly what he did say. He didn't... <laughs> and this is the funny thing. He didn't say that. He didn't say it? At all. Really? Because that nothing sounds to do exactly with, like what Trump would say. He said that, but about something else. Nothing to do with jobs. He just said like he would be so happy about people protesting or ah, something along those lines. But look at that. The fake news got me. What channel? What I mean. Was that CNN or what? It was CNN. Of course. They're after him, CNN. aren't they? They always go. They're always after him. So let's have a listen to... Exactly what he said. One thing that I did hear the channel, the Australian news report was Donald Trump said, nobody's done anything more for black lives than me. Nobody's <laughs> helped black people more than I have. <laughs> I was like, what? He's such a Martin really Luther King. There's a few people, mate. So yeah. this is exactly what he said. This under the law must mean that every American receives equal treatment in every encounter with law enforcement, regardless of race, color, gender, or creed, they have to receive fair treatment from law enforcement. They have to receive it. We all saw what happened last week. We can't let that happen. Hopefully, George is looking down right now and saying, there's a great thing that's happening for our country. There's a great day for him. It's a great day for everybody. This is a great day for everybody. This is a great, great day. In terms of equality. So he was in... That's pretty nice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, That's, You know what I trip out about Trump is every word he's like, not sure. He's like, they should get equal treatment. <laughs> now he's a fucking like, I'll... <laughs> he's a classic. I'll never back him in when he says stuff because we talked about this before. His teleprompter guy must fucking hate him. <laughs> yeah. He oh, must no. just be like, <laughs> what is stick he doing? to the fucking script. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like that is just showing. And news uh, reporters went with this going saying he would say that George Floyd was so happy about fucking job numbers. That's the quote they used. Wow. They, and they, they choose what they want. Don't and they, they just fucking. That's scary. They've done that whole time to him. That happens, and that doesn't just happen to him. There's a lot of people. Look at Michael Flynn, who again, like we see what's going on at the moment, and that's the Russia probe again related to Trump. But Michael Flynn lost his job. He's fucking going to go to jail, and and then we found out the FBI have. And I don't know if you're in on this, but FBI actually. We're not in on it, man. So (laughs) we're not Flynn on it. I know Buddha knows the you know style bender and that, but he hasn't organised anything. (laughs) Law bender. I don't know like that. <laughs> the FBI knowingly used false information to start an investigation into the Trump campaign, and they knew it was false. And um, and then they also used that same information to impeach. And no wonder and Trump's got a fucking chip on his and shoulder and always going, "You're fake news." Yeah, sorry, yeah. fake liar. And so not only that, liar. those FBI agents fed that fake news, knowing it was fake news, to the Washington Post, and then they spread it. And now there's a big 
uh, investigation and they're basically all fucked. And so the only thing that's really going to make it worse for everyone is if they find out that Obama knew everything. And it looks like he did. So if Obama knew everything, he knowingly had false information used to try and impeach a president, which is actually a coup. Yeah. It's it's treason. You can say what everyone I think can all agree Trump's fucking a live wire and he's a classic example of someone who lied on their resume and then got the job. <laughs> like I think even he doesn't he, I think even he's like, Oh shit, yeah. this well, this was a joke that went too far. I and, didn't think and now he was he has get to this. do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're also naive if you think that the presidents before him were squeaky clean. That's uh, and that's and I think my thing. People go like they, they don't look at someone like Obama and they go, How good was Obama? No, he was fucking probably Statistically, he was worse in re- yeah. in so many ways. So when you have that much power, I don't think you're ever going to be good. Like you just you've got to make some decisions that people aren't going to all like. And mm-hmm. I don't even think you want to know what they have to make decisions oh, on. No. And but one thing about Trump is as fucked up as it is, he man, he's challenged all those. There's a lot of crooks in politics. Yeah, and he's a liar. Hillary, he, crooked yeah, Hillary, yeah. crooked Hillary. And, but he's a live wire, man. Yeah, and and he calls him out. Yeah, and. That you, you don't like that. He's like your like drunk that. uncle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing, and I You're think, a slut. I think yeah. there's <laughs> probably some truth behind that, <laughs> but you don't want to hear it. You don't. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's I got think, a charger in his dick. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the the biggest thing against him. The media is so heavily. I've, you've never seen an attack on someone so viciously. Uh, I think the people who own the media are in bed with the people who uh, he's sort of basically coming at. So it's all like a vicious three-way. It's a, yeah. it is. It's like <laughs> they're just gang bang. Um, people a Trump hump. Politics is messy. After, yeah, well, look at the Weinstein stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, he he just used his fucking power to get out of it. It's done now, obviously. And he's fucking. He didn't kill himself. But yeah, but, I don't, but um, like, there's a lot of powerful people that were intertwined Epstein. with him. Epstein. Yeah. Oh, Epstein, sorry. Epstein, yeah, Epstein. Epstein. All yeah. the Steins. Oh, the Steins. So, yeah, Fucking exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Einstein. Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Epstein, like, sorry. Epstein, he, yeah. There's some... It was the reason why he supposedly mm. hung himself. Like, there's people that were out, are out for him. Like, look at Prince Andrew is just one of many. Yeah. Imagine all the other... People oh. would be so shocked about well, you these... you look at his flight logs. ...names that will come out. The flight logs to his... Orgy Island, they called it, wow. in the Bahamas. As it's, long as of age, ridiculous. that sounds like an awesome island. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't, look at, you can't look at the flight log to that, that island and go, every single person on this flight log was going there. Yeah, because not all of them had game. Down. But yeah. <laughs> some of them were terrible with women. That, imagine but, if he read that story about the iPhone charger in the bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet Monday, boys. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, so this is the one island where he used to pimp, one of the main islands where he used to pimp out Younger yeah. girls to people. Thotness, they call um, it. Yeah. Thotness. <laughs> some of the names are just fucking. Some, <laughs> some of the names are incredible, <laughs> mate. They're just like, it's it's almost too much. Yeah. To even, it's fucking heavy, man. It's it's real heavy. And even if it's one of those 130 people or whatever it is on that list, Every single one of those 130, it's like, you know, Bill Clinton and fucking Steven Spielberg and yeah. fucking James Franco. It's not like people that aren't known. Mm. They're all fucking the top of the top. Yeah. They so, get, but they get to a stage where... It's a different world, It's a different eh? world, mate. They, 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 it just seems to be they think they're so There's guys that are coding them for Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you wouldn't even want to know what's going on. And Trump's... 
the live wire that might just split out something. Yeah, if yeah. he but he's probably on that island as well. But. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if he's been on the island, but he was he was mates very them, good mates. You know what a V for those elite like real world would be like The Sims, mm. where The Sims to them. For sure. And yeah. their real world is something completely different. Controlling. And just going, That's a good uh, analogy. And we're just like, meep, meep. Oh, fucking. Yeah. How yeah. can we? How can we manipulate? Look, fucking. Yeah. And not to say Black Lives Matter isn't an important movement, but look how it just conveniently comes up just before an election again. Like mm. seriously, two or three months before. Is it? Is it more that like I'm sure there would have been plenty of murders, unlawful murders of black men in custody from a police officer, which is fucking disgusting. I'm sure there would have been two or three. Probably not, prior, on, probably not caught on film like this. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but the fact that the exact same thing happened two or three months prior to the 2016 election, yeah. Black Lives Matter became a fucking movement, huge, and then as soon as the election was done, gone. Is it? Yeah. Is it a coincidence that the not that it happens, more that the media really pops it up? I just think up. people. It's a, a perfect storm almost. I reckon people have been on a knife's edge with. How the coronavirus yeah. stuff like they're just like enough's enough like we've lost our jobs we've been locked down for months what's gone on yeah and tensions are just boiled over and this has been like absolutely disgusting what happened yeah and it's just a shit show mm. and it just shows you though like the government have all this power like they lock down the whole world each yeah. country could yeah. put a set of rules in place to make all of us be on house arrest and do what we had to do to try flatten the curve or whatnot whatever you believe but think about you can I can understand like I don't agree with the guns like I'm glad we don't able to carry guns but the paranoia w- Americans would have an anxiety I know. that if shit like this happens and the government try to overrule the yeah. public and there's these riots and it's us versus them yeah you'd probably want to have a weapon and not have a weapon if yeah. you're I think that's what the whole the reason that they that, have it in their amendment exactly because yeah, the they're worried about that hey yeah. they're worried that the the government so, would be infiltrated by people who want the power and not to be like thinking politicians. of yeah. <laughs> and, and it instead of being like, thinking of the people. Yeah, yeah. It feels it's, like it's just been teetering like that. Like mm. the million was it a million people rock up to Washington on the weekend? Bit, for, yeah, yeah. They were they were predicting it was going to be a million yes. close to around, and it's like that's that those scenes if they just, if they don't decide not to protest peacefully yeah. and they start to loot that's shit's not ending well yeah man imagine a smash a million persons bash yeah that's a serious brawl man yeah mm. that's more than Volkanovski and his mates yeah that's more than like, like one but how many high school co- parties yeah. remember like <laughs> but if it's a like all of Perth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, open house <laughs> yeah. party breaks out yeah man if it's a million Police people chopper. how yeah, many yeah. this is military chopper I'm just bringing the military man just my motherfuckers down but that's the thing I kind of want China and Russia to win man just for a change of scenery just to see like fuck maybe they can do it better I love you know I love the competition who knows man like we like anything, I bet South Koreans are like, yeah, man, Kim Jong-un's the boss. Like, this is dope. Yeah. Like, they don't, all that, they think America, they're evil, you know? <laughs> yeah. this, we're the good guys. We could be thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, America the you good guys. But in reality, Russia and China are actually the good guys, man, oh, all the time. And this is the thing, we like, wouldn't know. you always think know. you're yeah. the good guys. Mm. But I certainly well, don't necessarily do think America are the good cash. guys in so many situations. You're like, oh, like the Gulf of Tonkin going in there and just... Like blowing up their own fucking well, they are tank the at the guys. start of the Vietnam War. Like, it's, well, they're killing their own fucking. They are the good S- guys because they deal with white goods, the racists. Yeah. <laughs> the, S- the SAS guy we had on our podcast, he he had some stories. He, he obviously, a lot of it's private. Yeah. He wouldn't go into too much detail, but he basically he said he was in the SAS for a long time. Mm. And 
you get in there and it's really hard to get into obviously and you you wake up two in the morning your phone's ringing and then you're on a private plane <laughs> to orgy island yeah <laughs> yeah to thought nest and yeah um, but you're on a private plane you've been briefed on where you're going and you're in another country like you're in the middle That's east and you dropped off no passports dropped off by yourself it might be doing like surveying three days before the rest of the crew get there Imagine or that. you fly out and then you're home the next day and you can't talk about it and he was saying how except for on the Grand Rivers podcast the high, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, didn't even go, he didn't even go to detail about yeah. actual missions but he spoke about like how he had to when he met his now wife it's a single man's game you don't want to have any of those thoughts in your head about your yeah. kids or your wife yeah because you don't know when you're called upon to go to Middle East yeah. and do something and you don't know if you're coming back and these are the fucking big dogs. Like SAS, yeah. they don't fuck around. But he was saying the higher you go up, the more it's the ultimate man's club. Like if you love adventure and you love all that stuff, it's brilliant. But then as you get elevated through the red tape, you realize sometimes the lines blurred on what's moral. Yeah, he just he didn't go into too much detail. He's but kill you, people for, because you get told to. So the government and shit. Like you don't know what's really well, going look, on. You yeah, look mean? at um, Assange so, getting yeah. in trouble for leaking the footage of them knowing down those civilians yeah the fucking they were mowing down they were shooting civilians at us sims mate it's the sims and he's got an he gets in trouble for you know reporting a war crime yeah that's he's that's what he's in in jail for that's what he's been done for yeah for for reporting a fucking war crime like and it's a war crime but they said it was classified so yeah you it's classified but it's how how are you meant to report war crimes if if yeah. they're classified. Exactly. So yeah, we killed all these innocent people, but okay, it's classified. So, <laughs> and not the, and, a war crime. And that's, why <laughs> gotcha. that's why I find that whole Russia probe thing so funny. Like, why is the why is the actual if it, even though it wasn't, why is the hack what is wrong? Not the what the actual emails hack, had in them. Yeah. So not the fact that they found out that Hillary fucking had all these emails, emails that she on, shouldn't have had that she shouldn't have had on her fucking private why isn't that the issue what, what about old mate who was um, working with Hillary Clinton that DC D- uh, Washington guy got, Podesta and oh, he, got, he got, got shot and, oh. he, and he was the one that was responsible for the emails leaking during the election yeah and he ended up no being wallet. killed on his porch yeah. and it was a robbery with no wallet or phone taken yeah wow. so <laughs> The wow. person, the person who supposedly leaked the information, yeah, all to, of his Bitcoin, that was yeah. it, <laughs> to Assange, because they said this wasn't a hack, this was a leak, mm. even though they've still pinned it as a hack, and now we found out there wasn't a hack, it's fucking, it was yeah. a leak, well, and it was guy, supposedly this guy, and he got shot, didn't you the know, other guy's mugging, car crash? <laughs> unlucky, yeah. mugging. didn't the other guy's car crash into a car into a tree, and they 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 um commandeered it. And just crashed it into a tree. Something to do with Hillary? Oh, um, mate, Hillary's got a, a fucking. Guy that Hillary and Bill have a killer a, kill a tree. Kill yeah. You want to <laughs> you, you go down a fucking rabbit hole? Go down. Uh, I think oh, someone sent sent it to me once, and you never look into YouTube. YouTube's fucking. It's pretty broad, but Reg, uh, you know, Reg if you better. look into it a little bit, <laughs> what's that? They're they're like, I guess, There's what, a different kind of WikiLeaks. <laughs> it, the amount of people they know that have died. <laughs> 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 the, the amount of people that, that they... Hacked, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wednesday night, comedy lounge. Low low hanging hanging hack hack joke. <laughs> Computer hack. Um, the amount of people they know that have died due to unfortunate circumstances, not just like, <laughs> not just like, ah, uh, he died of old age, he died of cancer. Like yeah. we all all have that. I mean, I know one person who died. He was allergic of an to bullets. 
<laughs> they've got like they've got a list of like oh. it's like it's like a hundred and thirty people long or something ridiculous, and just people that have wronged them as well, like mm. or done yeah. things that haven't delivered the ad- wrong pizza. advantage to their like you know the the bill uh, the what is it the um the Clinton Foundation or, or whatever and things like that, <laughs> and then yeah. they just suddenly die of a car accident mm. or a mugging. Yeah, it's that's what's intimidating because. A stabbing. You Crooked get that Hillary, deep, it's you, not you get that deep and that power pe- powerful people are after you. Mate, they've got killers yeah, that don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah. like, no. So did one room, man. I reckon we yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll take it. That's them. what I was speaking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what so. about the uh this is turned full conspiracy, yeah. 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 <laughs> always the, um, always does. <laughs> what about what's the whole pizza shop? Pizza gate. There we go. We yeah. spoke about this before. Go Have you? Fill them in quickly. Mate, do you know Imagine. even saying the word pizza gate? Could get this podcast taken down. Really? No, actually, no. Now Trump signed that um, that thing saying you can't. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Trump signed a new uh, thing saying that uh, certain platforms can't censor what you're putting up and your opinions on certain things. Oh, okay. They can censor hate crimes and stuff like that, but. I didn't yeah. know much about it. I just heard Pizza Gate that was code for pedophile stuff. Yeah, so basically, Pizza Gate, he yeah. was a. Uh, there was. Um, in, so in pedophile rings, they have like a, a lingo that they use, and it centralizes around hot dogs, pizzas, those sorts of things. Canteen snacks. <clears throat> yeah. And John Podesta, who was Hillary Clinton's fucking right. What a name, man. John Pedesta. Yeah. Podesta. John Pedesta, yeah. pedophile <clears throat> He's yeah. also, and we talked about this once before, he's like yeah. into spirit cooking and fucking. Yeah, yeah. And he's got lots of weird, like Epstein style paintings on his wall, like, you know, like the. the Children, Na- yeah, young, like teenage n- nudity and stuff. I thought you were going to say teenage nudant ninja turtles. Nu- no, like you know the n- nudity and stuff on the walls and stuff. Just oh, w- weird stuff. Anyway, he's he was um, basically saying, or he's got this email thread chain with a, with Hillary and fucking a few other people, and um, even saying something of the likes of that. Um, Obama's just spent sixty thousand dollars flying in hot dogs for the night. Um, can we find out if we're able to do that? And it just imagine if it was actually just hot dogs, and Obama just wanted to <laughs> cook up in his backyard. And, but isn't yeah. that that again is concerning? Like hot dogs is reference for little boys, so yeah. in pedophile oh, lingo. Yeah. And so they yeah, went well, through. Well played, there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to. He does. He does. Yeah, so I'll, I'll rephrase yeah, my so uh, pizza, fun instructions. Like, I thought it was uh, snaggers. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what pizza was. Pizza was in reference to specifically, but they all they, they all had little words, and they were being used. Extra garlic. Was a little Italian boy, yeah. and it was the context they were being used in. Just, for a hot dog. Yeah, just no, no context. So, Those prices yeah. just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, um, yeah, it goes deep, man. And I, I don't know. Literally, that, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. fucked up. So, but uh, heavy, oh, well, maybe we just go. What does it mean to us? And what's the moral? What well, pizza gate? <laughs> yeah, probably. We've been going for a while, actually. Yeah. Uh, we've been going for probably two hours. You're on dad time. I've got some hot dogs to pick. <laughs> <laughs> Too low. Hack job. <laughs> no, good. Um, yeah, what does it mean? What story were we doing? How did we go down that the, path? The, the it was Trump good path. The Trump tweet. Trump That's, tweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the fact that this shit is just... Out there. It's just like uh, he can say one thing and then a news outlet will specifically say something completely different. I don't think it's as rife in Australia, but it's still pretty bad. Hence why Pete Evans... Filmed himself and his answers on yeah, 60 Minutes. To that was great himself. that he did Pretty that. smart that he did that. I've seen that. 200, so, 250,000 views or something. I never watched it. So I can't, he's a bit of a fucking fruit loop. Yeah. But just so he knew... He was talking about natural health a lot. He was quite lot, smart. And he was saying, like, why isn't 
why isn't the media posting up and talking about improving your immune system? He hasn't seen one thing about like in making sure you're healthy enough to fight off COVID instead of like, let's get a vaccine, everyone be fucking shit scared. And so basically he's just gone down the natural also, health and, thing. And he's gone down some other rabbit hole. Yeah, of like course, huge rabbit holes. Stuff. And basically he, he's gone down similar ones we were just talking about, but yeah. like Pizzagate and... And but he, he he knew that they could frame him a certain way. So however, they made him the come across. Thing. So he filmed secretly his whole interview the the way that it was like this. Yeah. If we were to cut it and put your stuff like I love hot dogs. <laughs> they did that to him. Well, we I didn't see the cuts, I haven't but seen he did it, it to protect himself. Oh, yeah. Shit. However, they made him. Look, they did make yeah, him okay. look like. They made him look like. Which it. is quite smart. But yeah. So then you you listen to the actual full interview, and he's he just seems quite. Uh, passionate about people just not not blindly believing that they're going to die of fucking COVID and understanding that there's things and this is just one thing obviously but like you know being healthy is a, your first combat mm. of defence yeah. instead of like fuck can't wait for us to get a hot uh, dog, uh, <laughs> hot dog. Yeah. can't wait for us to get a vaccine <laughs> whereas a vaccine um, <laughs> vaccine like it doesn't even really I, I, from from what I understand about vaccines, vaccines don't stop you from getting it. They they really stop the um, symptoms as much, and it's it curbs the spread. So, yeah. and that's it. Still, wouldn't stop COVID going around. People are still going to get it. They just might not die of it, I guess. Mm. But but I he's guess, like, nah, fuck it. Why don't you just build up your immune? More Buddha's part of the media. He does Channel Nine pulse. Says so us, mate. Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah. really does. They've asked me the same question every time I go on. Really? What is it? What uh, restrictions are you looking forward to lifting? And I was like, fucking all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, keep uh, the house arrest. <laughs> That's just what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds good. And yeah, distance is good. I was like, I want to be able to hug someone. <laughs> Mate, there were some people who were like, they were down to the minute, 12.01, when we could have, I think it was 10 people in a house. Yeah. They had a house party, 12.01 at night, Sunday <laughs> night. Fucking, Perfect. it was like... That's awesome. I yeah. Like, eh, I'm yeah. fine, with, it. I'm fine yeah. with this. Yeah. You're over there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, can I join? Nah, 10. <laughs> 10 limit, mate. Yeah. yeah. So moral of the story is don't trust the media. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. 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 Definitely discernment is the key yeah. to any uh, sort of avenue. It's always because they're what? It's like shock culture sells. That's what they want, don't they? They want, they want advertising money for it's clickbait. selling clickbait. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So just do your research. That's really. how we do it. We yeah. just put in like we're gonna find your most controversial <laughs> bit. We're gonna frame it our way and yeah. just put it yeah, out go there. For it. Fucking <laughs> Grin Reapers. <laughs> Grin Reapers order yeah. hot dogs. Grin Reapers. <laughs> <laughs> <like, "Grin> <laughs> <Grin. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Drop <right>. the E. <laughs> I think you've got it. All right, That's the bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll finish on that. Um, <laughs> do you need to plug? Let's plug the Grin Reapers yeah. podcast. Yeah, they probably need the help off us. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sure. We've we got to get you guys on. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, we'll come on anytime. We'll yeah. stitch you up. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll definitely sort out a couple of those uh, comps, like date, yeah. date night comp and just film it. Fucking for sure. Um, be fun. Get a couple of my minions to film it from afar. And it's all about, yeah, for sure. A couple of the boys he's flown in. I'll be keen to get you to, um, <laughs> if you can, come along to one of our, or maybe the one that we do, we'll film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy, man. And work Easy. out something. But you got anything to plug, bud? What do you got coming up? Nah, not much. I'm Scorches. keen to get back. Uh, <coughs> nah, we've got just, yeah, Grin Reapers podcasts. Stay tuned on that if you're interested in listening to two people talk about shit they don't know much about. Like, and we'll tune into Hard Yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want yeah. better stuff, um, listen to Grin Reapers. Yeah. yeah. What else we got? Got not much coming up. We've got a few projects in the works, but yeah, we're on Instagram, Grin underscore Reapers. And yeah, I reckon just support local podcasts, yeah, local boy. comedy. Hashtag Perth Podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the messaging out of that is if you've got something you want to have a crack at, just give it a crack. Who cares? Mm. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Like it. Some hot dogs. All right. Well, uh, we'll grab get a pizza, grab a hot dog. Joe, you'll see Butter at the Comedy Lounge? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to so join you. See Brand Yeah, we'll join you. Yeah, we'll, we'll sort out a date. We'll do it together. I'll be there on the 26th, 27th. Anyone that wants to come and see, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock shows. Do you know it's what we birthday, should do? Or yeah. anyone in Kalamunda, I'll be up there on the 19th. We, should, we should do a that live podcast thing we were speaking about at the lounge when things pick up. Yeah. Hard yeah. Hardlands, Grim Reapers. How does yeah. that? So do like a. Yeah, we'll talk about this off air. We'll do something, but like th- that live podcasting, mate. That's the key. Yeah, yeah. we tried one. We, oh, we, we tried it. It was tough. We, man. we got the crowd involved. And oh, you did that at Fringe, fucking, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and fucked. It was. It was not good. I'll talk about it off air. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It not was great. It was so great. So great. We were so good live. Yeah. No, it was just hard getting the. Crowd Some people involved, said it was the greatest podcast I've ever heard. Nobody <laughs> does podcasts greater than us. <laughs> great. Nobody. Great. So great. All right. Cheers for coming on, mate. Thanks for having me. Fake news. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. The fake news, the enemy of the people. That I call the fake news the enemy of the people. The fake news.